seconds. I, no, I was just ranting about Phantom 24. It doesn't fucking matter what I'm saying here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Totally unimportant. <laughs> totally, you know. So I was talking to somebody, I don't fucking know, uh, about things that we, th- so we're all nerds in this community. We're all a bunch of pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> Twin Peaks is a pretty nerdy thing to like, I would say. Yeah, I think so. But we all have our limits of nerdiness. Like I was talking about, I did a, a review of Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons, which is a comic. And mm-hmm. I don't like Dungeons and Dragons. I will not play Dungeons and Dragons. And I don't really have any reason why, except for when I was growing up, all people who played Dungeons and Dragons were like scummy, gross people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was I didn't one, grow up around them, so I don't know. I just, there was like a group of kids that I went to high school with that, oh, like they played it and they were like the fucking, they looked like they smelled bad. And the one kid, I cut his ponytail off in ninth grade. And he never, he never let me forget about it. He never, he never let me live it down, which I was fine Pretty with. I, I didn't up. give a fuck about that guy. Fuck you, dude i treated high school like it was a fucking prison ninth grade i would yeah. do any horrible thing i could think of to fucking get through the day and everyone Jesus else was coming told you the second day i was there i stabbed a kid in the face with a, a fork he was sitting in my fucking oh, seat yeah. Derek, yeah, myers was sitting, Derek myers you fucking piece of shit i'll take out your other fucking eye all right so get the fuck out of my seat no in the fucking eye and it, it continued on for the remainder of it so I hated those guys, but there's nothing wrong with those guys. I have nothing opposed. I play Fallout and stuff like it's just as nerdy. Um, and I find that a lot of Twin Peaks people, anime is their limit. Like they won't watch anime. Oh, I and, would if I had the time. Yeah, and, but and you've seen, have you seen this? They're like, oh, anime. I don't know. They're kind of weird. No, that. I haven't really seen that. Like, you don't fucking pay attention. What's going on? Hey, I guess, every I time not. I see your stuff, it's all smiles and happy and you know, like, oh, I hope everybody's <laughs> hope everybody's having a good day. You know, because I, I don't want to fucking do much else in there except for post, and, and I'm good with just that, man. And 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 you know, show some funny jokes here and there, and and some art. Because <laughs> he's high. That's why he's a he's a hippie, dirty, filthy hippie. Hey, Amen. But so what's your limit? What is your nerd limit? What is something that you look at that's too, it's too nerdy? Like, you're just like, that's oh, a little too much. It's a little too. Probably D&D. Yeah. Right? You think, yeah. yeah it's I just mean, like, but there's nothing that I can, I can't give you a reason why. Oh, no, I can't give you a valid reason either. <laughs> and I think I just, maybe if I was like forced into the situation with like. It's probably that, fun. Like, yeah. It's probably yeah, fun. If, if I was playing with cool people, man, I'm sure yeah. I'd like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, this yeah. is going to devolve into. Me, you, Coral, and someone else playing D and D. Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna fucking hate it. Don't. Fuck. As long as I'm not any sort of dungeon master, because I will just go crazy with it. You can't. Make oh me, yeah, you're gonna. I don't know what I'm doing. that power. You know, yeah. I don't know what you're gonna do. You're gonna the master the of the dungeon. Chaotic yeah. evil. Be chased by a, a rape hungry bear. Where Where do you think I fall on that on that on that uh, scale? The chaotic evil. I'd say you're. <laughs> gay and stupid so like middle left <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah gay and stupid sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> not homosexual of course we just mean that, that we mean gay in a derogatory way <laughs> like a piece of shit not like a gay person happy because i'm goth and i'm not allowed to be happy <laughs> i'm happy so that's uh, it's a derogatory <laughs> i would say i don't know uh uh chaotic neutral is what you'd be because you're <laughs> really? fucking you got no you got nothing neutral chaotic that's it you're not lawful like right dead you're in not center. you're right in the fucking yeah yeah it's chaotic <laughs> but it's fine 
<laughs> I want to be chaotic good. I want to fall like on you don't good. do you're not you don't do enough to be good. You're lazy. You're neutral. Okay. The dark yeah. the dark cloud of, myself, of neutrality. Yeah, right. Dark cloud of neutrality hangs over your head, my friend. Yeah. And then neutrality and apathy. Yeah. And... <laughs> what about me? Where am I okay. the, where am I on the thing? Oh dude, I would say what's the what's the middle tier called? What am I a fucking nerd? I don't know. You yeah, brought it up. I only remember some of the you're in the words. middle evil. You're in the middle whatever evil. middle evil <laughs> evil middle. That's it. It's <laughs> political, it's your political alignment as well. Middle evil. <laughs> Where am I in politics? Middle evil, sir. Um, one of those po- political a... took one of those political uh chart things it just said evil <laughs> oh, okay. where else it said middle <laughs> yeah middle evil sounds about right for that's, you yeah, I, can, I can get behind that I'm, I'm, there, I, hey, someone needs to tell me what the what the what the center do you want to look it up called. do you need me to look it up <laughs> no i don't have to you don't have to i can no, i don't know I do what you want you fucking middle evil fucker <laughs> okay let's see it the chart is that that's in your history charts huh charts say sharks is chart? Chart? I thought you said okay, it's middle is is okay what the fuck so it's lawful good neutral good chaotic good lawful okay. neutral true neutral chaotic neutral lawful evil Neutral evil, chaotic evil. Okay. So yeah, uh, I already forgot what the what the middle is called. Neutral, neutral evil. Neutral. I'm neutral evil. I have no opinion. I think. Yeah, I, I think you're neutral evil, maybe. I just hate everything. <laughs> I'm evil na- neutrally. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that that's. I think that's. A, I don't know why it's a line for me. I have no. Like I played Diablo. What's the fucking difference? It's it's a you know. Or, I don't know. know. Baldur's Gate and shit. It's a D&D campaign. <laughs> but for some reason, it's all, it's a video game. It doesn't mean the same thing to me. I don't have the same yeah. problems. I, th- I think, um, yeah, as far as your question goes with where I draw the line, D&D has to be that. Yeah, D&D. I don't know. I fucking hate it. I don't know why. Because hate... with that territory comes with the whole, like, I mean, not saying they're not talented musicians, but, you know, comes the whole like blind guardian shit and yeah, and sonata artica yeah and, thanks yeah <laughs> they're badass but um it's a little, a little, a little i think i think a night wish nose. night wish is an opening uh to that kind of crap you can't want to get into that kind of stuff yeah uh, and you're listening to, not, yeah. to mc chris wondering what happened with your day <laughs> where do you draw a line D&D, like that was the whole point of this conversation. I don't like it. I don't know why. Okay, so that's serious. Is there anything else aside from D&D? Like, any, what else would you say? There know. has to be something else. I, 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 certain anime will do it for me. Like, I don't, I get behind, like, the really cutesy or the hentai. I don't wrap my head around those things. No, thank you. That goes without saying. I people like. who base their personality on, like, cutesy, cutesy anime. But your grown-ups is weird. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Those kind of people. 
No, I get like, it. With there the, was that. There was that full grown adults with like these anime characters on their car that yeah, are freaking out yeah. from the side. Yeah. Like, or you see the, the you that, see the grown men on Twitter with uh, anime girl avatars. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a little interesting. What happened to you? <laughs> that your mother didn't love you. You didn't have a father, obviously. I mean, that's what caused this nonsense. <laughs> and anime girl uh, mouse pad, where the where the boobs are the are the cushions. Yeah, or the body pillows. Anything James Franco likes is a lion for me. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a, he's kind of a outside. He's of apparently a, a perv, right? Yeah, he was trying to hit on a little girl. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know what else to say. No, no bueno. Um, he does like Cormac McCarthy, so I give him that. But uh, everything else, he can go mm-hmm. fucking. Hope that the. I also don't like Seth Rogen either. You what he said about getting robbed in L.A. I love. Some guy was like, my presents for my kid got stolen out of my car. I'm really upset about it. And he was like, oh man, L.A. is great. I get my car gets robbed like 15 times, dude. Someone left a knife behind. Like, why are you so tone deaf, you fucking fatigly piece of shit? And you're not funny. I don't know. I like him. I don't like, uh, but you know, I don't know. I, I feel like he he went like kind of. I Maybe the last thing he did that was funny. And has it been over ten years? Well, uh, what was it? I actually really enjoyed that movie. This is the end. Yeah, that was crap. That's fine. Yeah. That Kenny really Powers. I love actually. Kenny Powers. And I still didn't like that movie because <laughs> I love Eastbound. I, I, I love Eastbound and Down. I need to watch more of that. I, I, I saw like a couple episodes and I cracked me. It ruined me for one thing. There's a scene where he has um, he has a potato, a baked potato kiosk in the mall. He runs, and him and, and Steve Little, the guy who plays his friend, I forget what his name is in the show. They keep calling all of the the accoutrements, all of the extras you can atop the potato with. Called him Fiaxens. You'll put on them Fiaxens. What are you gonna put on them Fiaxens? You know, and I have been a- unable to say the word "fiexens" correctly since I've watched that. <laughs> it started as a joke. I was making fun of a, a girlfriend of mine hated it, so I said it all the time. Now I can't unsay it. Now you suck saying it all. Why the time. <laughs> I say "brother" all the time? Even as I say "brother" a little too much, I did it. Oh, I do too. Uh, I did too. I did it. I was making fun of Hulk Hogan one time years ago, and it stuck. That's kind of funny because that's the same exact reason. That it's it really? Me. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Hogan. yeah I, was just doing a, I was doing a Hulk Hogan. And thing now really. I say brother all the goddamn time. And I call people yeah, bro. And I, and, brother. I, and I mean it, mean it sincerely too. But, yeah. You know. Oh, brother. Oh, I'm just yeah. fucking yeah. poor. All right, brother. <laughs> Another one is Italians. I don't say that, but I had a friend that used to say it all the time and I'd make fun of him. And now I say it. You say Italian. He would go, ah, Italians. <laughs> I'm like, why are you saying it like an old prospector? Like, I'm gonna get some of that this Italian dressing, and I'm like, oh man. Now I say <laughs> Italian. It's not. It's Italian. It's you know, um, WAP. Whatever you want to say. WAP. <laughs> um, I always uh, say um, Arrivederci. Arrivederci. <laughs> Because of Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that movie, but that was a good scene. I love that movie. I have to say that that actually, um, we might have to do a top five for this, but as far as like cinematic experiences I've had, like in, in, the, in, the, in the theater, 
dude inglorious bastards was actually really fucking oh, wild i can believe to that. See in the theaters yeah because that whole first scene was like a 20 minute opening scene mm. dude it's and uh seeing that in theaters uh, for sure stuck out with me. It was I, I, something Tar- i remember tarantino's forever. movies are definitely designed to be seen in theaters he's got a cinematic mm-hmm. quality to him like we, i've discussed my problems with him at, at, at length but certainly not it's not his directing that i have a problem with certainly not it's not his mm-hmm. eye i have a problem with he he yeah. understands cinema really incredibly well uh yeah to, to almost you just to, don't like what he wants yeah, i don't to like make, what right? he, i don't like what he makes i, I like everything yeah. everything about the movie but the movie <laughs> I get it, dude. It's not your thing. It's, yeah, it's but his, he certainly yeah. understands movies almost to a fault. Like he's he's yeah, he borders perhaps. on like savant level of understanding of how films should be done. I wish he could do channel think, that into something else. Do you think when people understand things that well that it kind of takes away from what they would enjoy about it when you don't know much? <laughs> yes, because there's like I, a mystery. I, there's like a mystery that's like really do. fun to. I'm a person who really, when I like something, I really, really like it. And I know a lot yeah, about it. Yeah. yeah. I really get into it. I know a ton about it. I know everything about it. And there's a certain level of, you're not getting the return on enjoyment because of the knowledge you have. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you go, if you go to too deep yeah, with that research. You, you, you start to get a little too. bitter because now everything is just another thing. So yeah, mm. I think, I think having too much of a, too much of a good thing is bad too much information too much knowledge too much of, of an understanding of something you you start breaking it down to its components instead of just looking at it as a fun experience yeah. or yeah uh, i like, think a, like a lot for of example the mathematics that would go into making a pop song right that's another, yeah, another the, version the of algorithmic that. language yeah. of pop music which i've tried to look into and it's maddening um there's just a simple under simple formula but it's quite hard to perfect Mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's that and it's always it's it's ever changing as well yeah. right no yeah. it's not i would say it's not it's i not? think pop music has been essentially the same for 40 years we just change up okay the, well, the yeah, overall get, sa- the overall sound will change but the nature of on pop a technical music, level uh, yeah, yeah is exactly technically it'll change but like it's the same idea every pop yeah. song is the same idea you're getting across the same repetitious it's like a cult chant you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's repetition 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 music repetition 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 music how often do you hear a song on the radio where like i don't have a radio you can or well if you hear a song that's being played on fuck you just listen (laughs) (laughs) no like if you if you're hearing the fucking like popular song on the radio it's not it's it's more often than not you can sing another pop song from like a year or two Mm -hmm before that uses the same chords and it's the it it's, what is it four chords that it is it's a four chord song every so every pop yeah, song like is that, the yeah. same four chord song that's the same the, four chords there was a comedy band that actually made a display of that the australian guys i think so yeah, yeah 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 they sounded like crocodile dundee too right yeah <laughs> yeah they did um and this is not to say that that a lot of those songs are necessarily bad no but, it's just um, it's a it's it's a formula design but it's by these groups to make money and that's what it is that's fine and that's, it's maddening though yeah. like you said it's, it can be a little bit maddening it's a, it's a, it's supposed to be something that is it, it gets into your skull it's supposed mm-hmm. it's designed so you hear it and you don't forget it it's a jingle yeah pop music is a jingle to sell you something 
Mm-hmm. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. You know, bye, Menon. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, break me off a piece of I, that Kit Kat bar. I got into uh, not 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 really an argument, but I think I, I got frustrated when I was talking to somebody about um, Metallica's Under Sandman mm-hmm. and how it's basically a, a pop song. It's a pop song. It's definitely yeah. A pop song. Yeah. They even even how I, I don't think, I don't think like he was understanding. Song. I don't think he was understanding what I, what I was meaning. I didn't mean that as an insult. Like, no, it doesn't mean like, it's a bad. People think when you say it's a pop song, they mean it's a bad song, and that doesn't mean anything yeah. because it doesn't. Plenty of like, fucking good pop songs. He's yeah. he's like this like he's like twenty or nineteen. So I think he, he was like. He's like, oh, it's, it's, it sounds like 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 rock to me, you know. But I'm like, yeah, but, no, but I, how much rock is pop? You know, there's so much. You know, ever hear pop, Led pop Zeppelin? Is, pop is short for popular, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, so. yeah. I ever hear Led Zeppelin? Yeah. They're fucking pop music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Stones, there's... Beatles, it's all pop music. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. But, but Zeppelin, but Zeppelin is more, I would say, blues. Though Zeppelin like... can go get fucked. I I know I I knew I know you have some issues with them. <laughs> Care for Linda. I just don't care for it. You know what I mean? Because of uh, is it the stairway thing what or the fuck is happening? My face. Um, no, they just suck in general. Pieces <laughs> of shit. Robert Plant's a piece of shit. You know. We're gonna have to talk about this sometime. He's a fucking pedophile too. He no, is I've actually. Heard, a I've actually some things about that. Yeah, they're a bunch of sickos. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I get sick and tired calling everybody a pedophile. You, yeah, that's, I mean, that's it's 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 on it's on it's on it's like it's, it's on brand. Uh, uh, fucking on brand. brand, yeah. And I'm not wrong brand, yeah. though. Stop fucking kids. We shouldn't <laughs> we shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> Please, Please don't. don't. <laughs> Refrain. Do you see that? Um, what's his name? Chris Hansen. He was making a round on a few podcasts recently. <laughs> He's a fucking like it was idiot. funny. He's so he was on uh, he was on your mom's house with, with uh, Tom Segura. And, yeah, uh, he is he such a flagrant fucking... with Andrew, Andrew Schultz. <laughs> he is such an idiot. Like he needs to let it go. He's like hanging on to this thread, hoping that it'll come back. It has sailed. You fucked up. Like he fucked up a couple of big times, and then now he's trying to be like, "Oh, I'm Chris Hansen. I can still catch." He can't do nothing, man. No one's buying your shit. If I went somewhere, no. Chris Hansen shows up, I wouldn't even be scared. I'd be like, "This motherfucker <laughs> means I'm getting out of this." <laughs> I love how they uh, how they made him on uh, South Park. Uh, have, have a seat. What are you doing here? <laughs> like if uh, if I showed up, not that I would ever show up at a, a child's house, but if I showed up somewhere, Chris Hansen showed up, I'd be like, "It's fine. I'm, I'm not going to get in trouble because you can't do anything to me." Because you are impotent at this point, Mr. Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He is fucking yeah. useless. Uh, he's a joke. <laughs> and he's the him and Dr. Phil need to fuck off. And Dr. Phil. I can't stand that fucking piece of shit either. He doesn't even have a license to practice psychiatry. <laughs> like I don't know what the fuck he's <laughs> he's a he's a psychiatrist, doesn't have a license to practice psychiatry. I'm a fucking psychiatrist too. I'm just as qualified. You know, you mentioned uh, Dr. Phil. Remember that 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 uh, Catch Me Outside girl? The, yeah, uh, bad, bad, bad Barbie. Baby. Bad, bad ba- baby. Is it Baby? I think it's Bad Baby. I don't really. I I've seen documentaries where they mention her. I don't really know anything about her. They, I like. I don't know who works with her, but I mean, her rapping isn't all that. Bad. It's not bad for real. <laughs> it's not awful. It's like it's. it's She's a rapper. Like, uh, I thought she was she just does, a chick from Doctor Phil. She, no, dude, she's like she a, a millionaire. She's a millionaire now. That doesn't yeah. mean anything. Plenty she, assholes. She makes money. Well, I mean, she makes money. I'm saying. What yeah. she do? She raps. That's what she does. Yeah, yeah. She's she made a music career. Huh. Good, good so, for her. And it's all and it's all kind of. I'm sure that I, I heard that 
after that, they sent her to a fucking the camp. They said you do is like a work camp. My doctor Phil, and she was like, "That's bullshit." And I'm like, "Yeah, I agree with you." <laughs> yeah, she 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 still doesn't have a, a proper relationship with her mom, I'm sure. And I think that's, that's a shame to hear. That's a shame that the, that the mother would exploit her and take her on TV instead of trying to get counseling privately. Yeah. So what that yeah. shows to me is that the mom is a narcissist, and no wonder this girl's fucked up. And again, with these things, who knows how much of it is really real, too. So, well, uh, I mean, apparently she doesn't have a relationship with her mother, so that's real. I mean, that, I believe, because I think, um, yeah, I think I recall hearing something about it. Like, like, what are they doing now? Yeah, just you see these people and they take these people on TV. You're right, you know how much is real, but I would never want to air my dirty laundry like that outside of this format where I'm doing it for me. But like, yeah, if I had an issue with my kid or you know my baby mama, because I got a baby mama, um, mm-hmm. I. I would talk to them. You know? <laughs> I think that's the best way to go about it. I've always said this, and this is from Henry Kissinger. And he's, he was there at the Paris Peace Accords and he slept with Joe St. John. Uh, mm-hmm. Diplomacy is the cornerstone of love, right? I have always attributed that to all of my failed relationships. So I am not quite the man Henry Kissinger was. <laughs> <laughs> also, I didn't lie for Nixon. So I got that going for me. Yeah, but I would have, but I would have. So, <laughs> if Watergate happened and I was there, those tapes would be gone. Fuck you. You, you would know what to do with those I'd tapes. Be <laughs> I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be out of here. What tapes? We talking about? I don't know nothing. <laughs> I can't help. I can't help Biden, but I can help a president that is not dying of dementia. <laughs> Oh man! And he couldn't help Trump. So, that man was a fucking. He was. He was done. The, I always uh, refer to him as the star of Home Alone too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not qualified to be president. He's, he was the star of Home Alone too. <laughs> yep, he's the guy that had the greatest cameo in the kids in any kids movie. <laughs> greatest? No, you know what? I was thinking about. You said that my favorite part in a kids Christmas movie, which is what uh, that was, was in the one with Schwarzenegger where he's looking for a Turbo Man. You know I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, Jingle, uh, all, the Jingle way. all the That's Way. One of my favorites. I Phil Hartman, who is the greatest person in the history of the universe, Phil Hartman. I love Phil Hartman. Yeah. And there's a scene where he's at Schwarzenegger's house, and Schwarzenegger calls, and he he answers his Phil Hartman. He goes, "I'm just having some of your wife's cookies. They're delicious." And he goes, "Who said you could eat my wife's cookies?" Who said you can eat my wife's cookies? It's the greatest no. scene in that whole fucking movie. And he like I rips the phone movie. off and flips the fuck out. But <laughs> Phil Hartman is just so fucking love. I'm I I so I grew up watching like news radio and that. I'm so when he died, man, I broke my heart. You know? Yeah, I, I yeah yeah, dude. He he. I, I grew up watching this shit too because she was jealous uh, of him. Yeah, like, man, and, and he was so he supportive. Should've, he should have also left a long time ago. He before that. Been, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, we don't know the ins and outs of the relationship enough to, oh, we no, know that she killed not, him. Right. So we know that part. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we don't yeah. know what led to that, that. It was, it was a murder suicide, right? She killed herself after too, didn't she? I don't, I don't remember if she died. I don't remember. I know that I'll never know. forgive Andy Dick because he's the one who got her back into drugs. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. That's complicated, also, right? Andy Dick sucks. So I'm not gonna forgive Andy Dick because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh God! That, that, John Lovitz. John mess. Lovitz beat him up. Can really? you imagine that fight? Ooh, 
<laughs> and can, can you imagine? Okay, so so, I'd so be doing this. I'd be laughing. Joe Rogan and Dave Foley are on the same set, and he, they get to watch Andy Dick fight John Lovett. Can you imagine <laughs> being a fly in that wall? Oh, I'd love that. I would love that. <laughs> John Lovett would definitely beat him up, though. He would definitely like. I would put odds money on John Lovett beating up Andy Dick. Oh, yeah. any day of the week. Does John Lovett do anything now? I don't think so. Probably not. He didn't have a career that was of note. No, no. He the was critic, funny in what he did, though. The critic was great. Um, what's that? Uh, high school high. High school high with Tina high. Carrera. Yes, <laughs> yeah, uh, and they dude. were playing a, a rhinestone cowboy. Yeah, yeah. You ever hear the advice he gave um, uh, Kevin Spacey, who's also a pedophile, about doing <clears throat> King Lear? No. So he said. Um, you're doing King Lear. Yeah. He said, okay, walk out there with a really big watch. And you look at the watch. And you're looking. Now is the winter of our discontent. <laughs> oh, that was dear. his advice to improve King Lear. <laughs> Oh, I think it was. King I love Lear. John Lovitz, dude. I think John Lovitz is like, like he didn't do much, but he was he's still underrated. Could you for, ima- he more funny. I would take that. I wanted him to do a per- Shakespeare's greats with John Lovitz and Matt Berry. Oh, dude, that's that, play, that'd be gold. They play all the parts. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and uh, you know who would do it? Uh, um, it's that bald fuck, John Luke Picard. Oh, um, uh, uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. I can't remember Patrick, Patrick yeah. fucking Stewart's name. Patrick he would do. Stewart. He would do. It. He doesn't give two shits about goddamn anything. He'll do anything. <laughs> no. Patrick, no. Patrick no. Stewart is the white Sam Jackson. He'll do anything you fucking give him. Yeah. yeah. Sam Jackson said. Dude. Sam Jackson says they just give me scripts and I do them. I don't even care. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> He's just like. And I'm acting the same in every either. No, he says he's acting the same in every movie, anyways. What the fuck's the difference? <laughs> <It's a> fucking... <laughs> they want me to be Sam Jackson, and I'm gonna be Sam Jackson. That's like... <laughs> Even in Star because Wars, Sam he was Sam Jackson. Yeah, you know, oh, like yeah. Nick Fury, he was yeah, just Sam Jackson with an eye patch. Like he wasn't any yeah. different. He I love how he had that small part in uh, True Romance, also. I forgot. Yeah, he, he did. I remember yeah. <laughs> he was in. Um, um, a Spike Lee film, I forget what it was, where he plays a crackhead. Oh, um, not not Ebony and Ivory, Jesus, because Jungle Fever, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was Jungle uh, Fever because it was about an Italian girl dating Wesley Snipes or something like that. And, oh, no, uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen Jungle Fever. I thought it was a movie. I think it's Jungle Fever. I'm pretty sure it's Jungle Fever. And so there's a scene where he's a crackhead, and he starts dancing, <laughs> and his dad <laughs> shoots him. <laughs> It's like, and I know it's supposed to be emotional, but it's the stupidest fucking. It's the stupidest fucking scene. And then the end (laughs) of that movie, a guy's walking down the street. It's like the main guy, and this girl walks up to him and she goes, "You want your dick sucked, Mister?" And he grabs her and goes, "No!" And the credits roll, and it's the fucking dumbest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Not to rag on a film that's got some, I'm I'm sure some emotional stuff in it, but man, that's not good. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, what a piece of shit.
and then he, he did the remake of old boy spike lee with fucking he did, the, he, he did that new new old boy with josh yeah, Brolin. terrible terrible old boy that no one was asking for no one wanted was terrible mm-hmm. and i love josh Brolin. and i'm like i love josh Brolin. why dude. would you put him, why would you do this i think he probably I, uh, thought it was gonna be good i think i, re- I remember seeing it and i I think at the so, time that I saw it, it wasn't. I didn't think it was terrible. It was it. so tone deaf, it, like it didn't understand what the story was about. Maybe, didn't, but didn't, also I, I think it was at a time where I was more tone deaf too. So maybe yeah. I didn't notice. You've that. seen the original, obviously. I mean, oh, I, I, oh yeah. amazing! Uh, One of the most amazing movies. And if you watch them back to back, I mean, it's not even like it's not even like apples and oranges. It's like apples and a shit that someone took, like. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. that kind of crap. Why, Old Boy is the only movie I've seen of that trilogy. That, uh, yeah, we talked about that. Trilogy. You need to check those other ones out. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're not yeah. really big on uh, Asian cinema, or you just haven't. You know, seen it's it. funny. It's it's funny you ask. I just, I, yeah, I, I just haven't seen it yet. Like, you know, I want to get into the Kurosawa. I want to get into all that stuff. Ooh, I love me some fucking. Okay, right now, if you want to watch Kurosawa, I think his most accessible film is Yojimbo personally because it's got a little bit of it's a it's a lot less dry than like the seven samurai or uh, akiru which is like a very depressing slow moving film they're all really good but as an opening salvo for him do Mm -hmm. yojimbo and then to get into the heavier stuff i would do ron uh after that and then go into like uh samurai and akiru and you know the 20 million other films that he did but you know seven samurai is like his most famous one right seven samurai i don't know that it's his best but it's definitely his most famous okay um it's a good film but it's a long film and there's a lot less humor in it than like yojimbo's got a lot of it's got a lot of levity to it it Mm -hmm. feels like an old western which is what they based the westerns off of kurosawa films you know spaghetti westerns Mm -hmm. um in fact you know magnificent seven was a remake of seven samurai Mm-hmm. So, yeah i read that direct I read that. um so i would start with yojimbo and then i would go to ron which is really really heavy but it's it's breezy it's a breezy okay. heavy like it's easy to get through and then if you like those get into his throne of blood and stuff like that you know what i mean hell yeah, yeah. About. and seven and Sam he, he really spent a long he's he made he was he was oh, making movies yeah, he was when he was alive fucking, for years right oh he made a ton of ton of ton of movies I mean, up until he, like 90, the 90s um, right he, look at like rashomon um is the first it's not the first film to use this device but it's probably the first one to make it famous where unreliable narrators and you never get a, the real story because mm-hmm. rashomon's about a girl who may have been raped by a samurai and so you get a story that's her story the samurai story and her husband's story and they never tell you which mm-hmm. one's true so it's an unreliable narrator and it was the first big movie to do that where you never got a linear story you got mm-hmm. interpretations of facts and it was a really a game changer for cinema you know after that because you didn't have to have facts you just had to have a story so you mentioned the um unreliable narrator mm-hmm. that's uh that's a, a big thing and i haven't read it but uh the book lolita right it's that's a oh, thing oh that, lolita is definitely about <laughs> i would say unreliable i've seen the movie, is, seen is, the movie but unreliable is not the word i would use uh i would use pedophile (laughs) obviously um so as unreliable as a pedophile would be yeah that's what how unreliable he's gonna be as as controversial as 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 this sounds i would i would like to read that book actually it's It's actually a good book it's actually a well-written book i didn't i didn't love that because i didn't love kubrick's interpretation of it i think he romanticized it a little bit 
too much for my taste. Okay. Unintentionally. Because I've seen, I, I recently watched the Kubrick yeah. one. I the think, Kubrick um, one is not A few my, months ago. Not my bad. I didn't mind it. it. I thought it was okay. It's, it's, a, good, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. But based on my feelings about the book and that relating to the movie or that he romanticized the relationship a lot more than I would have been, I would have liked. Okay. He made it seem like it was a lot more. And, you know, it's hard to tell with Kubrick what he means and what he's saying and what he's doing. And mm-hmm. he's a very, but I think that one was a swing and a miss personally for me. Um, I have to say the, the but the reason I want to read Lolita is, is actually related to Nick Cave and I'm sure you because what he said about his yeah. father reading yeah. the first chapter of Lolita and he said in that chapter is like a, a basic example I mean a perfect example of what good storytelling good writing is oh right? it's a, it's a really yeah. well-written book it's a really interesting I think as, as an as a understanding of someone with a the mental capacity to feel that way about a child it's a very interesting you there yeah can you hear me uh you kind of froze for a second i I, I think that as a as a understanding of someone who can do that kind of thing to a child it's a very well written psychological exploration you know Mm -hmm. um and i I think people i've heard people give it grief but like it's it's there's merit and there's people that feel that way and i think if we understood them and could help them before they do anything (laughs) then maybe you know that we would have a lot less trouble with it i don't know to what capacity that means or i'm not giving that a ton of thought but i think there are people who have mental issues that they can't help and they're attracted to things that are disgusting and repulsive and and if they don't act on it and we can get them help i think there's something there to be said about that being a positive you know, pre- preemptive help. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what, I would like what think, capacity. And you know me. I'm. I'm. The, I, I'm the positive guy. I would yeah. like to think that that that's kind of true. I don't. I don't know. I, don't, I, mean, I, I, would, I would think maybe as with with what's going to be available to us as on on, on like a technology level. Yeah. As as we get chemical, more into chemical the future, castration. I think. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. But also, I think I think there's more to what you're saying. What as we get closer to those kinds of things, yeah. about well, as far as things that can read intent and yeah. and and I, it's it's a really complicated thing, and we need you know the kind of technology that can uncomplicate it. I guess. <laughs> I, I also think, in the same token, to say that I'm going to give myself a counterpoint, whereas mm-hmm. a murder, um, fires, you know, etc. There's 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 a defense for certain things. You may have to kill someone because you think your life's in peril. You may have mm-hmm. to do something. There's never a reason for rape. <laughs> you know, yes. there's no moral. There's no, you're not backed mm-hmm. in a corner and you got to rape. You know what I mean? It's not. A, it, so as a counterpoint to my own argument, mm-hmm. I, I also disagree with myself because in certain things that are crimes, drug addiction is a big thing. Alcoholism is a big thing. You get lost in those mm-hmm. things. There's nothing that makes you rape. You're, you're not taking a, a swig of vodka and then you got to rape. You're not. You're not having to rape to get out of a situation. You're not. There's never a fucking call for it. So uh, there's no moral standing. Like if you kill someone, you can make a passionate plea about why you did it. <laughs> yeah. You can make yeah. an impassioned. You can reason out why you killed someone. You can reason out, and you may be right. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. nothing that you can say nothing not one thing so good man there's not one (laughs) 
word you could utter or one thing you could possibly that would ever make that okay so as a counterpoint to that i I don't i don't know (laughs) as i as i think that you know in my opinion you know, we see these like there's oh yeah you're murder one and blah 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 you rape a kid you go to you're you go to jail forever like i don't there's not an argument against <laughs> that you could yeah it, you know here's, yeah. i want to say this right now get all the get all the non-violent drug offenders get them out of jail right now keep all the pedophiles in jail forever yep I, agree with that. I just i just did prison reform there you go <laughs> yeah, no, fucking that's, two, that's it's a two-step that, process. Thing for non-violent drug offenders or non-violent offenders, depending on what they did, well, you know, get them out of here. Um, uh, bankers lock them up forever. Uh, Putin <laughs> well, did it work up, pretty well. Um, lock up peaks in the hall. Oh yeah, get that fucking piece of shit. Lock him uh, up. It, you know, maybe call uh, the fucking cops, man. Because <laughs> of his erectile dysfunction, maybe it'll help. Maybe. And put all the pedophiles <laughs> in the maximum security prison and and lock them up forever. I don't. That's it. I, I mean, that's yeah. it. I've fixed the prisons. Also, lock up all the politicians and kill. Them. And also, everyone's a pedophile, right? Not everybody. Just the politicians and the pedophiles. The guys, the the guys you mentioned. Just the pe- yeah. rich people and uh, <laughs> everybody that's a billionaire. And uh, um, you know, I don't like Elon Musk, but I don't know if he's a pedophile. He probably is, but he had like a girlfriend. Like he dated Grimes. No, I, 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 I gotta say, I, I, I kind of. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna, any, I'm gonna I don't know shit. enough. I'm sorry, I'm gonna get shit. I don't know enough about him. I don't like him just because he seems like a cunt. Because he's a rich guy, and he seems like a cunt. But <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, what him. I what I've heard him saying in interviews, <clears throat> I, I, I liked what he said. A lot of people don't like about don't like how he how people think he manipulated certain things. I don't know. Well, I mean, okay, hold on. you don't you don't get to be a billionaire if you don't manipulate uh, shit for yourself. I mean, that's sort of the narcissism goes with the territory. Yeah, sorry, but I mean, I also think that you know, on a technology level, he's doing some really incredible things for the world. Maybe now, as far as technology goes, <laughs> he doesn't invent anything; he buys patents. Okay, that's a fact. I know, but he's still using the patents, I guess, to give him some credit. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know enough about the guy to have a real. A conversation with you about it i i don't either i, I don't yeah, either. i mean we're just we're I'm really going grasping on the surface it. level from what i've seen from what i yeah. understand i think he's probably I... a cunt <laughs> in general <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't know he seems seem like, like he, it, he seems like a dime store tony stark to me <laughs> and tony stark was a pretty big cunt so <laughs> hey tony, tony stark wasn't a cunt that guy was a cunt he was like a piece of oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah absolutely. And he was Iron Man, and I'm but calling him a piece of shit. You know? he, was, he was a charismatic cunt, though. Oh, well, yeah. Robert, I mean, Robert Jr., he was that in real life. He's a charismatic cunt. This guy's a piece yeah. of shit. Not anymore. Do you, like, um, do you like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Fuck yeah, I like Kiss Kiss Bang. That's like Sam Jackson again. There you go. Yeah, it's another fucking. Wasn't, that Wasn't he in Kiss Kiss no. Bang Bang? No. 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 Who was it? it was him and it was uh it was Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer and oh, Michelle yeah. Monaghan. Monaghan, yeah, yeah, she's Monahan. she's hot, she's fucking she cutie, yeah, yeah, she was hot. <laughs> she, her and True Detective, she was super hot. I haven't seen True Detective. I heard it's really good. Uh, yeah. Only watch the first season. Don't watch the second one. Okay. <laughs> the first one um, is they're not related. Yeah, Kiss. I forgot Kiss is Yes, yes, you're. Yeah, I was thinking of a different movie. Yeah. That's a really funny movie too. 
Val okay. Kilmer, he's not doing so well, huh? No, dude, I want to watch that documentary. It's supposed to be really it, good. It, I mean, the one thing that I have an issue with is they painted him in a nicer light than I've heard because he was a piece of Maybe. shit. Like, I watched a documentary about the island of Dr. Moreau and mm-hmm. just, he was such a cunt. Really? <laughs> Everybody fucking hated him. And, you know, he, he was just arrogant and got people's lines taken away and, you know... Um, What's his name? Hated him. What the fuck is his name? Apocalypse Now. Um, we have the worst fucking ever. We are so useless. So do you. I said we. I said we. Oh, okay. <laughs> I also Marlon Brando. Here. Marlon Brando fucking hated him. Oh, fuck. And yeah. the, Marlon Brando knew because they fired the director, but the director didn't. So, okay, so the director got fired, but since he never got on the plane, he was never technically fired. So he just went and lived with some hippies because they technically had to pay him if he never got on the plane. <laughs> so he hung out with the hippies and then came back on set in costume. What the fuck? And would hang out. Like they couldn't, technically, he wasn't fired unless he got on the plane and went home. Wow. So Richard Stanley was the guy's name who I like. He did the color out of space, which uh, a couple oh, of years ago. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I love that one. And he did hardware, which was really good. But he's a really eclectic dude. And they hired the one of this other dude, Marlon Brando hated this other dude. And would just mm-hmm. he would force changes and rewrites of the script. He kept the script in his hat. He would not do any of the scenes. Veruza Balk, who he had scenes with, she was like, she said he he loved her. And she was like, Well, how do our characters relate? And he goes, honey, it doesn't fucking matter what we say. He's like, they're going to, it doesn't fucking matter. So do whatever you want. <laughs> so I'm going to wear this funny hat. And he demanded that little dude get hired and be in all the scenes with him. And just like, he just was like, I hate you. I'm going to fucking ruin this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Val Kilmer oh, was increasingly a cunt and they couldn't fire him. And he, him and Marlon Brando hated each other. And there was Whoa. one, there was a conversation that like, uh, he was trying to talk to Brando and he goes, oh, you know, Mr. Brando, uh, beautiful, beautiful reefs today on, you know, they were on, on an island. And he goes, yeah, I have reefs on my island. And that was all he would say. That, that was the only thing he said about Kilmer. That's that was all it. he said about it. He was like, he's done talking. He, he pissed Fucking did not douchebag. Like what a uh, dick. I mean, I, he didn't. Uh, they were both dicks. Kilmer was apparently a piece of shit on set. And wait, Brando, uh, wait, I'm sorry. You said, you said that uh, Brando said this to Kilmer? Yeah, he said, uh, or, he said, oh, I have okay, reefs my, on, my, 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 I saw reefs on my island. Okay, okay, no, sorry. It's because mm-hmm. Brando was already fed up with his shit, though. Yeah, he was already yeah. done with yeah. it. I mean, I'm, Brando was notoriously a piece of shit, too, though. I mean, yeah. You know what uh, What rumor I loved? Uh, that uh, Brando and Pryor had some, you know, some stuff going on. We don't know that's not true. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm saying, oh, wait, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I heard. Richard Pryor, <laughs> I remember George Carlin talking about Richard Pryor, and he said he, uh-huh. I love Richard Pryor. When he had a heart attack, I had a heart attack. He had a second heart attack, I had a second heart attack. They set himself on fire. I just had another heart attack. Because <laughs> 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 everyone Pryor set himself on fire. He, yeah, no. Can you tell me about that? Because I don't know. I don't what know. The, no, I, I, I forget. Did he go crazy? Uh, he went. Happened? Oh yeah, he went crazy. Uh, I don't remember the whole story. It's been a while since I've looked into it. But, uh, Pryor was a crazy man, you know? He was, not, he was not. He was not all there. Yeah. 
fantastic comedian. Especially that's any good especially comedian. Towards the end. Oh yeah. He, towards the end, we heard some some bad stories, some like sad stories. About oh, depressing. His, he was shitting himself and all this other stuff. Because Rogan, Rogan would have to follow him at the comedy store. Oh. After when, during, during, because he would the be last during up. the last days. Yeah, dude, he would be carried up there. And 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 uh, they had the fucking gain turned all the way up so you can like hear every little crackle because he can barely like you know get a word Wait, out. Why would they do that? He because no he wanted to because yeah. he wanted to. He just wanted the last to thing he enjoyed. The yeah, the last thing he enjoyed. But, yeah, That's and, and of course, yeah. So it was it was Rogan's job afterwards because you while Rogan was huh? pitch pitch hitting for fucking dying, <laughs> like that's not yeah. fun. So like here's the, check this out. He would say that he would have to um, perform while they were still working on getting Prior down for with the wheelchair and everything. So he was yeah. What was kind of jokes thing. can you make? What kind I don't know, of man. But he make? always he did it, man. That's why he's a fucking amazing comedian. That's, dude. Oh like, my god! Can you imagine? You know, the thing about Joe is he's better at knowing about comedy than I think he is actually at being funny. You think so? He's I, like okay. I he's, love he's the stand up, man. His stems, his stems good, but he's one of those guys where like he's a better teacher than he is the thing he's doing. Maybe I don't know. I think he could show you how to be a comedian better than he could be a comedian. He knows all of the ins and outs, <laughs> the little things that you should do and what you shouldn't do, and all this little stuff. And I think he's mm-hmm. better at telling people about that. And his comedy's funny, but he's not like he's not the super funniest guy in the world. You know what I mean? Like he's not that funny. He's funny. Yeah. But I think he's better at telling you how to be funny and how you should do your performance than he is. Actually I mean, he is, he is a really amazing teacher when it comes yeah, to Yeah, that's what I mean. I think yes. he's one of those people that's like, he could show you how to be a comedian better than he could be a comedian. Yeah. What did you, uh, were, were you a Bill Hicks fan? You had to be a Bill oh, Hicks. Oh, everybody loves Bill Hicks. Come on, of man. course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, last, I mean, he got a, he he would be a little self righteous at times, of course, right? Uh, yeah, right. yeah. He was very. I mean, he was a very. But like, he had some issues. Lefty. He had yeah, and he was all about that, and that was fine. That was what he wanted. Yeah, totally fine. Part of his yeah, thing. Totally. My ex was super into Bill Hicks. She like made Bill Hicks stuff, and she would crochet nice. Bill Hicks, or I don't know, crochet or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. She just really loved the guy, and you know, he's fucking hilarious. And I was, I was yeah, yeah. I'm a big amazing. Bill Hicks fan. Uh, <laughs> Bill Burr, uh, you like, know, yeah, yeah. Like oh, Bill Burr, fucking dude, Paper Tiger, his yeah. most recent, his most yeah, recent special on Netflix. It's great. It, it, for me, it's his best one, man. The man, and his podcast is amazing too. He's 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 like a modern day Lenny Bruce for me. He's yeah. fucking fantastic. His show, his uh, his his uh, cartoon show, F is for Family, is great. Also, I don't like it. It's not funny. funny. No, you don't like it. I like it. I thought it was funny. It's that generic like, uh, fucking humor that all those shows have. See, just, I, can, I, can, I can get into that. They're just like they're just like the same fucking show over and over and over again. <laughs> they saw Rick and Morty and they were like, we can do this, but they don't understand why that show works. It's because there's actual writers writing writing on that show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan Harmon is a writer, like a good writer. He understands mm-hmm. storytelling. They have a bunch of fucking shitty comedians sitting around in a goddamn room telling quippy jokes and think that's fucking humor. Have you heard uh, Dan Harmon on the Duncan Trussell's podcast? I, I have not. What do you have to say? Anything interesting? You should. I've, well, I've listened. I mean, it's it's just a good one. It's, a, it's he's a, a, I, I like the guy. Really he's a little yeah. self righteous too. Talk about he, kind of a piece of shit. A little bit, stuff, yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like the guy. I, he, he can do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> like he's just one of those yeah, guys. There's, there's a few like, people we feel that way about. He's just one of those people that just like he puts an effort in everything he does, and you can yeah. see it. And there's a mark of mm-hmm. quality 
It's not a high mark, <laughs> but it's certainly yeah. a mark. <laughs> Even a low mark is a mark. Dude, I think I feel I feel that way about John Larry. Where I mean, in the sense that he can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah. yeah Except man. when he was <laughs> fucking over, he was fucking over Jim Jarmuth. <laughs> oh fuck! No, fuck that, dude. Uh, you don't no, know, but you, you don't you don't know Jarmuth's version of that story. Exactly, I don't. But also, here's the thing: uh, it's since we're talking about it, um, I, I, he got to another part where he mentions uh, Jarmuth, and he was pretty much like talking about the last time that he ever spoke with him. Is this when he was on Epstein's and, plane? <laughs> no. Fucking <laughs> 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 not. Um, uh, no, dude. It's. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I'll fuck it. I'll just talk about him. So it's in the book, man. But it's uh, he's talking to Jarmusch about his his uh, Lyme disease, Lyme disease. Yeah. And how it was it was. I should fuck you up, man. Before. Yeah, yeah. And he was like opening up to him about it and saying like, you know, hey, you, you know, you're my neighbor. You only live a few houses down from me. If it's not too much. Please check in on me every now and then. And then that was the last time you ever heard of him. Ouch. And and this is this is the last thing that he. Uh, uh, said after he said this all after saying that Jarmusch kind of, kind of sort of stole the dead man idea from Larry. Wasn't a very particularly original idea. Let's be let's be honest here. That's not wasn't like a. I mean, I mean, he even, I mean, even the way he wrote in the book. I'm mean, gonna say it like, I mean, how how many is that a common genre? that a white man and the Native American traveling across a, yes. a strange. Yes, I suppose. The British wrote a ton of novels about that, except for white guys in Africa, and white guys in India, or white guys with the yellow peril. That's a really common truth. <laughs> yes. But also check this out, though. So, I mean, Larry wrote a fucking screenplay. He wrote this whole. Oh, he thing. wrote the screenplay. He, listen, or he, wrote he, screenplay. He, he wrote a screenplay, and he had Roberto Benini in mind. Mm-hmm. That's how you say his name, right? Benini, um, Panini, Benini. I don't know. You know who I'm talking Panini. about, right? Yeah, yeah. Paul Bellini. <laughs> um, Paul Blee, <laughs> Roberto Panini. Um, <laughs> uh, it was supposed to be for him, and uh, he was supposed to play, you know, the white guy, and it was going to be a Native American. It was a whole screenplay about the white guy and and, uh, and a Native American uh, traveling together. <coughs> he sends he sends a script to Jarmusch to, to get his opinion, and mm. doesn't hear back from him. Doesn't hear back from them, and then. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing: things are supposed to get rolling for for, uh, for John Lurie to get the funding for his movie. But the thing is, is that Jarmusch is already getting funding for a, a, a western with a white man and a, and a Native American. That's this was a couple of years after. It was a couple. It was really upsetting, dude. I'm sorry, yeah. but I had to spoil that part for you because I'm oh, that's okay. getting that's the book. It's, and it's way later in the book too. So that's I'm sorry, a that's but, a little um, bit upsetting to hear about. I mean, that's disappointing. Because it, I I I wanted to talk about it, man. Because it it, it it fucked me up. I said this before how these kinds of things can be really disappointing. Yeah. Because and I told you before in my fantasy head, I see these two amazing artists. Because Jim Jarmusch is still an amazing artist. I love. Yeah, it. he's alright. You know, I, I love I love this stuff. But you know. You think that these two accomplished artists in their own fields would grow up and there would be some kind of like mutual understanding and mutual respect, but then now you hear about these things happening and then well, like, in a way you we wish don't, it could be we like don't this. know that that's the we don't know the whole story. I mean, they, they was I, know, I know, but still, but that, that's, that's, that's that's all I know so far. That's all I know. I mean, so I, I, I recall it was it was about ten years ago. I had written a script called uh, 
called it was called white man indian man it was like a hyphen there was like mm-hmm. a, a lightning bolt in between and it was about mm-hmm. it was a western uh, about this white guy and this indian guy uh you know hanging out and doing stuff i had sent the uh my script to uh, uh john laurie for him to get some approval on it and uh i never heard back from him yeah yeah how many years ago was this oh, it was probably like <laughs> 10 15 years that's a fact <laughs> um, so with that, that that went three layers deep yeah so <laughs> white man indian man never got made i had to go with my second one uh, uh asian man conquistador <laughs> that's so i was at a party years ago it was a halloween party halloween themed mm-hmm. party there was a girl there dressed like an angel and she was proper white girl drunk white girl wasted and uh, she was talking about how much she loved interracial pornography. And I said, well, what, what is interracial pornography to you? You know, most times you think like, you know, black and white. She said, Asians and conquistadors. <laughs> I said, one of those is, is a race, sort of. Asian encompasses a lot of different kinds of people. Um, conquistadors no longer exist <laughs> and <laughs> does not necessarily specify... <laughs> I mean, I guess Spanish, but like I've never thought, I've never looked, I don't know, I don't look at porn, but is there a lot of Spanish, Asian? I say Spanish. <laughs> is there a lot of Spanish, Asian mixing in your pornography? I don't think it's common. I don't think it's very common. Is there a lot of conquistador uh, period era? I thought you would call that Spanish, Spanish rice porn. Spanish rice? Okay. <laughs> I, I accept. Yeah, that's actually pretty funny. Is there a lot of period clothing in pornography? For conquistadors to be, I never understood what that she meant by that, but uh, that's I never, I don't even know who she was. Oh, you're going. Is this funny? Is this funny? I'm back. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I just got 20% of my battery. That's all. Well, I mean, we can be done whenever. We've been a little long. How long have we been going? I don't know. It doesn't tell me. Oh, I thought you had like a timer or something. I have a um, clock and it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what time? Uh, I can't get the time. God damn it. What time is it? It's 12, 1249. Uh, I, okay. Yeah. Subtract from that. <laughs> I got you. No, I'm starting to remember how many hours ahead you were. <laughs> I got you. I'm actually pretty decent at math. Oh, yeah. some, I don't know Doesn't why. Yeah, more, as, far, as far as like kind of doing equations in my head. <laughs> Don't fuck me. Fuck you. you know, I love that they're like, you know, you went to school and they're like, you're not going to have a calculator. The first app they invented for the phone was a calculator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. I'm never going to not have my fucking argument. calculator. Fuck you, you piece of shit. And that absolutely invalidated that argument. Yeah. <laughs> also, when would you not have a calculator? If I'm a mathematician, I'm still going to have a calculator. If I'm yeah, of course. working on a building, I'm going to have a calculator. What situation were they preparing you for where you wouldn't have a calculator? Exactly. It's not knowing what you I need to add. Have an, I have a calculator. I'm a fucking accountant. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I hate school. We were talking about school. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely homeschooling Ava. I can't. I hate everything about school. I, I've i told you that I did not pass one grade, right? No, you didn't tell me that. No. I failed first grade till 11th grade, and they did not hold me back. Because uh, of the no child left behind no, thing. No, because right? I was a piece of shit. <laughs> they literally 
pulled my mother into a meeting in fourth grade and they said, Sean has failed every grade and we've passed him because he's too difficult to keep in the grade. Jesus. So I was, I literally fell through the cracks, quite literally fell through the cracks. I never did one piece of homework. I never took one fucking test. I failed everything. My GPA in high school was a zero. I would leave out the window first period when the teacher would walk out of the room because I was so sick of it. I hated school. I hated it so much that I failed and they wouldn't. And then they called me in 11th grade and the principal called me and they said, please do not return to school. You are no longer welcome to come back. <laughs> you just got expelled and yeah, that was it. I got my GED. Yeah. And I got a date with the GED teacher. Cause she was like two years older than me. <laughs> she was like a teacher's <laughs> assistant. She was like 18. Oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't, I didn't like school either, man. I fucking I, hated school. Growing I hate I hate like, it with a passion. I mean, I love my friends. I love the friends that I had. I had a couple of friends. Yeah. Friends. We had, there's but, a um, good group of friends. Me and my friends all had the same Undertaker hoodie. So we're all losers. <laughs> nice. Losers. I, um, at a certain point in high school, I was hanging out with the, uh, I, I, I always like hung out for like a few minutes with a bunch of different groups yeah. uh, in, in my, on my lunch break and whatever. And uh, but I remember for I I I took to the uh, the the thrash kids, you know the 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 thrash metal kids. Yeah. And and uh, I was hanging out with them, and then I I got the fucking I tried to get the leather jacket with the tight pants, and but not that I didn't I didn't go as far as the tight pants. I think I'm just saying get around. Stuck the sock down his pants. But no, I got I got the high top white Reeboks, so you know. Oh. So yeah. Got those, and then. But singing a thrash metal, I mean, uh, what's that? That, man, that one song, Wild at Heart? Fucking. Uh, the one song, the one song of Wild at Heart is the, is the thrash metal. <laughs> it's fucking great. Power Mad. They're talking about my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> How it's a symbol of your individuality. <laughs> we need more Nicolas Cage and David Lynch stuff. I, we we talked about this. Yes, he should have popped up in Twin Peaks. He should have. He should have been. He should have been. He was um, Chester Desmond after he returned from Red Room. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> happened to him? Chris Isaac. He turned from Chris Isaac to. Yeah, he turns from Chris Isaac to Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yep. <laughs> Going full on crazy Nicholas Cage. Yeah, there. Black there Lodge, it is. doppelganger, fucked up. <laughs> I, I would love to see him chewing on the scenery, quite literally, of the Red Room. You know? Oh man. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Inter- interacting with all the fucking people and oh, weird be great. entities. <laughs> I think it'd be brilliant. He'd be riding the horse. Yeah. That he, that could be a cool list, right? A top top five um uh actors we would love to see in the David Lynch. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? I'm gonna put that down. Yeah. What we what we think they can do or that could be cool. Because the next one we're doing is hold on a second. Twin Peaks season one, episode three. Rest and in pain. Yes, and we are going to have one Miss Wholesome Peaks on with us. Woo! On Coral, All right. Coral, no last name uh, given. I know what it is, but I don't want to tell everybody because she <laughs> gives away way too much information on her shit. Killer and like dudes so, are like uh, dudes are hitting her up and asking her. So a guy hit her up and said, "The how many fingers am I holding up?" And I think that means his penis. 
right? <laughs> what do you think that means? Penis. What else does it mean? I don't know. I, I assume it means penis. Yeah, I'm sure. And she's like, I don't want to block them. Just block them. Like, what do you give a shit? Gives a shit about these fucking creeps. It's it just it just said that. I mean, there's no, I, I mean they were creeps. saying other stuff too. They were talking about, I don't know. He said his personality know. said his personality is tacos. And I said, What is he? Fucking hot topic kid from fucking 2003. Okay. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? Like it's he watched too much Invader Zim or something like that, and then like that's his personality now. Anyways, wholesome peaks, our next guest. <laughs> She's our guest. She's our next <laughs> guest. I don't right. count, I don't consider her a guest. I consider her a fucking nuisance. A nuisance. <laughs> I got I got a bunch of questions for like why. Why would you do how dare you? you? How dare you? Why? Is that going to be the first five minutes? Yeah. I, mean, I've, I got a bunch of stuff. How dare you? You piece of shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Are you going to make it like just log off? <laughs> She's not going to log off. She's going to sit there and take it. She loves the abuse. That's why she puts up with me for so long. <laughs> I do this every fucking day. I give her grief and she does not give a shit. In fact, the, her most uh, liked post in the past couple of days was about me giving her shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That was great. This, <laughs> it's gonna this, be all, I'm going to be all quiet again because I'm going to feel awkward and not know what to say when you're like... Oh, no, mommy and daddy are fighting. Words. <laughs> Mom and daddy are saying no, no words. <laughs> Why are they wrestling? Um, I can just... <laughs> it'll be all right. Oh, I, I just, you know, no, I just think be, that she should be, be called to... Uh, she should be called to task for the things that she does. Yeah. Anti-Semitism. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I mean a Holocaust a Holocaust denier is a nuisance to any company. Yeah, she literally she literally sat there and told me she looked me dead in the eyes and she said six hundred six million what's the difference? Said those <laughs> very words. Oh my god. Told me she had national the uh, the Red Cross reports that there was no evidence of genocide, said she had these things. <clears throat> I've, listened, about all this, I've right? listened to the Holocaust denier stuff. Like, I know this is what they actually say. And I've listened to it. And it's hilarious because it is so fucking out there. Are there any Jewish Holocaust deniers? Oh, there's tons of them. Really? Yeah, man. Self-hating Jew is like the biggest, one of the biggest troops you can, you can get. Jesus. There's, That's, you know, uh, I think wild. most of them are Gentiles, but uh, I've listened to this nonsense. And I, I, I just, I like to hear the other side of stuff, like as crazy as it possibly is. So it's, I watch a lot of it means, yeah, it's yeah, important. I, I just love it. It I can be important it. sometimes. I remember when I was younger, I went on Stormfront just to see what all the hubbub, these how crazy these people were. They were crazy. What's, so what's Stormfront? Stormfront was a was a white nationalist um forum. Like, oh it wow. was it okay. was like the racist forum. And I heard Stormfront. Of, <laughs> I went there and I, I didn't sign in or anything. I just went I was looking around and I, I was like I didn't. I don't really. Ha- I didn't. I didn't really understand racism to this degree. I guess because I never grew up. I grew up with mixed people. You know what I mean. Like I never. I w- I grew up with black people and Asian people and Indian people. I never. I never experienced it because <laughs> I yeah. was with people who didn't were all different, and mm-hmm. they didn't really experience it to to the degree that these people were talking about. And it was, it was, I never heard such things. I never heard such people, people having real, I thought that I'd see stuff on TV and I thought that was like 
they were playing it up. People don't really think this stuff. Because you, know, you never actually saw it. I never really it. saw it because I was living in cities, Austin and Philadelphia and something like that. You fucking... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't see a lot of racists being, there. Like, it doesn't make sense. I was sense. in LA, so, so yeah, you don't yeah. Really see much of that. Anymore. I mean, you see, you hear the words, the, the slurs being passed across. Yeah, but, but like some of that's not just really so... Hatefully. No, it's <laughs> casually, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I stayed in Chinatown a lot in Philadelphia and like, I never really... Yeah, nobody ever really people would say shit, but they nobody gave a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then I I moved to this part of Pennsylvania, and I people are racist, like real racist, like genuine, mm. like they really hate. Yes. I had I was Just here, I was baffling. at a job, <laughs> I was at a job somewhere in an office, and a lady was talking to another lady, and she actually said these words. She said mm. these. I'm, this is almost verbatim. I swear to God. She said, uh, they say that uh, black people are a minority population, but I don't think that's true. Wait, hold on. Tell me that again, please. <laughs> she said, they say that black people are a minority of the population, but I don't think that's true. What? Are you serious? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm listening and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck did you say? And she repeated it, and I said, that's, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, I couldn't even, I couldn't wrap my head around that level of racism. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it was too... Yeah, because you don't understand how... It was so stupid. Well, how does their logic work where they can really know. think I don't that? fucking know. And also, if you, if you really believe that, look up statistical population of the United States, and you'll see. Like, it's <laughs> fucking there. Like, I don't know what you... I don't know what <laughs> she the meant. In the numbers, you know? But so I, I went on there just to oh, see what God. these people were fucking about, and I did not realize, like, they were... They were fucking. They really hated everything. They hated everything. Jeez. They didn't just hate Jewish people or black people. They hated people were talking about like Hawaiians. Like talking about Hawaiians. Fuck's talking about Hawaiians. Never heard. Just give fucking it. When do you see a Hawaiian? <laughs> just don't go to Hawaii. You'll probably be fine. Like it's were, just all just pure ignorant hatred, right? I mean, <laughs> it just, it just, it just like they were mad at like Tongans and shit. I've met two Tongans in my life. I mean, tongans, I have never met a tongue in how many, like how many tongans <laughs> could you possibly know that you hate them <laughs> like my sample size is two they were both pretty cool guys <laughs> um yeah it's just pure mm. unfettered ignorance i don't think it exists anymore i don't know i was i was there one time just to, just to, just for my curiosity yeah and good god i don't get it <laughs> fuck racism yeah uh, some stereotypes are funny here and there no, there's something to be said for jokes about <laughs> jokes about things are different than hate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's plenty of I think stereotypes. It's not, exist. it's not coming from a place of hate. It's coming from a place of love. You're trying to fucking stereotypes get to laugh, as man. as a joke exist in the realm of comedy for a reason. Uh, mm-hmm. They can be very funny, um, if not overused. You know, sometimes it's like okay, I get yeah. I get I get the joke. Um, it's yeah but i i i'm not i i don't understand it (laughs) yeah fuck racism fuck yes we we here at dark peaks podcast we believe in fuck racism (laughs) (laughs) because uh uh adam himself is is i believe he's a a puerto rican puerto rican yeah no (laughs) i'm not Um, I myself um, I come from I couldn't think of anything 
What's up? Where, where, where? I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't know. What do you know? Probably? I am I from <laughs> the Tongan Islands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call you Tongan now. <laughs> the Tongan kid. <laughs> There's a lot oh, of professional man. wrestlers that are Tongans and Samoans. Yeah. Rock is yeah, half Samoan, definitely. famously. Rikishi. <laughs> I remember Rikishi, Rikishi. Yeah, Rikishi is Samoan. Uh, uh, what was that one? Uh, yeah, Roman Reigns was... currently is Samoan. The Usos are Samoan. Samoan SWAT team, they were obviously Samoan. Who's the one dude that has the, the uh, Unagi? Uh, um, Umaga, he's dead, but he was also no. Samoan. Oh, sad. Uh, a, a lot of them are related. It's just the one family. <laughs> it's the Rock's family. It's like all these people are related to him. Like Rikishi and Roman Reigns and Umaga are all related. <laughs> do you uh, do you like The Rock as much as everybody else likes The Rock? Uh, I got no issues with The Rock. I have no issues with The Rock. I do not. I think he deserves all the like. Do, and all I do that. not watch his films because they are bad. But I appreciate <laughs> that he is putting on movies that people enjoy. Yeah. I don't. I'm not. I don't need to watch them. He's a good dude, right? You, you, you know, even even in, I am steeped in the wrestling lore and history. Even in the Mm -hmm. history of wrestling, you rarely hear a bad word about Mr. Johnson. Um, Nary, nary, a bad word is uttered, just because he's not really that big of a piece of shit. He hasn't done that many shitty things. You don't. You don't really hear too many bad things about people who prioritize a good work ethic and respect yeah. for others you know? you know how much fish you he know? eats in a year it's like a it's like eight, think eight, a lot, it's right? 900 it's like 974 pounds jesus of fish how much, five. could you imagine that's like how a small whale I, I don't know it's like pounds and pounds of fish a day it's disgusting jesus. i don't know that's why he looks like that because he's all fish man it's mostly gills <laughs> You know, just just because of nostalgia, we we would for sure have to do a top five of something wrestling related. I would think because I, I that was a big part of my life growing up. Watching I, the it, Attitude Era, I have to do like an Attitude old school stuff for you. Yeah, stuff. I have to do like yeah. You know yeah, what we should that. do? We're doing watch alongs, folks. For for when we get our Patreon up and running, we'll do like a WrestleMania, like an old school WrestleMania, like X Seven or something. That could be cool. Uh, we can do the WrestleMania where was the uh, the Iron Man between. Uh, Fred Hart and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that was oh, a, dude, that match that was, was so fucking cool. boring. It was unreal. <laughs> well, it was cool. I was fucking. I think. I guess maybe I'm just remembering. You haven't watched it in many more. years. I have watched it yeah, uh, not too long that. ago. Let me was, tell you. Uh, was the mankind and Undertaker Hell in the Cell? Was that it? Was that, that was no? That was at King of the Ring '98. Uh, I was there live for that. No. It was at the way. Mellon Arena. Yeah, in Pittsburgh. Oh, that. That's fucking cool. Yeah, to say that we, you saw Mick Foley wrestle is, is uh, I've seen him wrestle a bunch of times. Right? Right? I've seen him wrestle a dozen times. As, as, as all three personas? Um, I don't ever think I saw Dude Love. I saw Cactus Stop. Jack and I saw Mankind. I never saw, I was never there for Dude Love because he only did Dude Love like in like 96 a bit, for right? a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I remember I was watching it not too long ago, Hell in the Cell, uh, the Undertaker one in 98 mm-hmm. with a friend of mine and he starts fucking crying. He's like, I've never seen this before. He's crying. He's like, is he okay? Oh, He's like, oh my God, is he really hurt? He, yeah, man. He got fucked. His tooth came through his fucking mouth. He got several concussions. He kept coming back. Terry Funk is there and Terry Funk's shoes fall off. <laughs> that's, a, that's a book I wish I still had. I, I, I as a wrestling fan, yeah. I, I had his book, my, his first my, one? My family book. Yeah, well, I only uh, he had more. He, he, he had three or he did three biographies and then he just uh, some kids' books. 
Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I, I only knew the first big biography day when he was like, uh, have a nice day. When, that was like, a, yeah, yeah. That, that's what it was. Have a nice day. I, uh, I had my, um, my, my brother or someone buy me the paperback of that, but just cause I was a wrestling fan, I never actually read the thing. Yeah. And, um, it's good. It's I, interesting. I, I imagine it's, uh, heavy. Oh yeah. It's, you know, you know and the thing, the problem with that King of the Ring 98 is the rest of the show was pretty shitty. The main event was Steve Austin and Kane in a first blood match. But Kane wears a mm. full body red suit. Yeah, he had so, the mask, so you can't <laughs> see if he's bleeding. And Steve Austin came into it with a staph infection, and oh, wow. the rest of it was uh, Ken Shamrock became King of the Ring. He beat The Rock, which was okay. Um, <clears throat> it was not a great show. You know, um, but then what would change the topic a little bit? But uh, speaking of Mick Foley, he. Uh, wrote a really interesting uh random article piece about uh tori amos and, uh, what does Mick Foley have to say about tori amos just uh how much he Can like you... talking about how one, how one of his her songs meant what to, to what is the know. venn diagram <laughs> to have those I two i, I don't remember the, the context in which realm. it got released but do you know what i mean like the, the, the that's, that's not an overlap you ever <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, hey, that's that's what that's what my page is about, man. So over yeah. like crossovers and overlaps. The Mick Foley, the- Tori Amos crossover. We we're all hoping for <laughs> <laughs> the Diamond Dallas Page, Bruce Springsteen crossover. I was uh, aching to see. Like I, just uh, don't... the reason. Sorry, go ahead. No, just I was going. I didn't have anywhere to go. No, I'm sorry. I <laughs> know, but the reason I, I brought it up, I just it's uh, I would. Fun fact, that's kind of one of the reasons like I, I exploratory aims a little bit more. It was Mick Foley. Yeah, because it was a little thing he wrote about her and her voice. And it's like, too I kind much. Of it after. You know, whose <laughs> opinion I really want about music is Mick Foley. He, you know, actually, I, I would say try and find it because he actually... I'm, I'm, go, I'm, pretty, you know, I'm going to, right? There's he, no reason I'm not pretty, it was It was kind of, from what I remember, it was a long time ago. He's remember, a pretty heartfelt... He's a pretty heartfelt guy. Yeah, it was it was beautifully written. Yeah, yeah. Check it out for sure. Uh, Steve Austin's <laughs> biography. He talks a lot about Fleetwood Mac. Genuinely. No, really. <laughs> nice. So Ooh, he's a big there's Mac that. <laughs> there's another. We got to cross over with the Fleetwood Mac. Steve Austin, uh, of course. Him on the. I was hot, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was so obsessed with The Rock when I was a kid, and I, I did. Um, uh, we had those Scholastic uh, book fairs and I stuff. Love those things. And, yeah, man. And I remember I was in fifth grade and I, I um, there was a really small paperback, uh, like, sh- like bullshit biography on the rock, you know, it was like a 70 or 80 page little thing for kids, you know, and yeah. I did my book report on that. Hey, man, <laughs> the man worked his ass off. I give him all the credit yeah. in the world. His dad was a piece of shit. Rocky Johnson was a horrible piece mm. of shit. He, yeah, heard. yeah he, he wanted to be a football player, couldn't be a football player. Busted his ass wrestling. Never stopped. Never stopped busting his ass. <laughs> Man, it's 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 kind of wild that uh, that 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 era of wrestling kind of ruled my life a little bit. <clears throat> it was a big deal. Wrestling. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm still a, you know a huge wrestling fan. I don't watch WWE or mm-hmm. anything like that, but yeah. it's it's stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely ruled my life for a good while. And now I can't. I, I feel like I would still have the same love for the nostalgic stuff that that, that I'm talking well, about right now. So. You know? My my ex was a big. She was big into wrestling. Okay, mm-hmm. and when guys would find out 
she would get the same line. So uh, I used to be into it when I was a kid. What wrestlers do you like? And she'd be like, no one you've heard of. Because if you told me that, <laughs> obviously you don't. Obviously you don't fucking obviously watch not into it. it anymore. Yeah, you like, don't know. And she could just all the, the time, all the time from dudes when they try to hit her. That would be their thing. Oh, I see you like wrestling. So I watched it on uh, Attitude Era. Uh, so what wrestlers and do you they like? They just want to reminisce of something they like, loved when they were. She's <laughs> like, you don't really want to have this conversation with me. Because I know more than you about it. And guys hate that. <laughs> um, and they do. Guys hate that shit. They hate. They hate when women know more than them about something. I don't know why. That's how you find that's those are insecure guys. Well, and she would get it. She'd be like, "I know more about wrestling than these guys," and they would get mad at me. And it's like, well, you, you like it, and that's why you know about it. My, you know, I, mean, I, to, I, I can see that though. I mean, it's like a natural kind of reaction. It's like a, there's there's a whole lot of uh, stuff at play there, right? When a guy would get embarrassed about something like that, there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of evolutionary uh, stuff in there too, dude, right? Let me tell you something. So I used to mention I used to run a whiskey bar, and my ex would run the bar so she knew a ton about whiskey like that's sweet you guys ran that bar together yeah you guys yeah oh that's and um guys would come in and they they would get mad because she knew more about the whiskey she runs a fucking whiskey bar (laughs) like she's the bar she's the bartender at a whiskey bar she has to know about whiskey you guys would be like well blah blah blah. she's like well you're wrong it's this and they'd be like no 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 and she's like whatever you what's the difference like it happened once a day. You'd get some snobby dude. He'd be like, "Well, actually, well, she's like, no, that's a blend. It's not this. It's this." And she was real matter of fact. Like, this is what it is. You're fucking wrong. Like, yeah, what <laughs> sorry, bro. It's like, 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 because she knows she's right. Yeah, it's so, just like, facts. She's not yeah, get offended. Or, like, and dudes would be like, nah. and I, I, about I, it." Yeah, I, and I would watch these dudes <clears throat> watch their heads swell with, with anger. <laughs> I sit there and watch them. They would just get madder and madder that they, how dare a woman know something? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. I've, I've, of I've seen guys speak out about stuff, and I've seen guys get kind of scary when they get mad like that. Dude, you know, dudes, dudes, <laughs> you know, there's something to be said. You hear about, you know, I was, I, I had my my lesser moments as a man that I'm, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've tried to outlearn or outwork or unlearn or whatever you want to say. And it's hard yeah. to, to break old habits of being a shitty person or doing shitty things for X reason mm-hmm. or Y reason. But I think every experience you, you mm-hmm. try to grow, but those guys who like hit stuff and, and I'm sure I, I've done that when I was younger, that's a form yeah. of intimidation yeah. and of violence that they're trying to get across. And it's something that I wish we could un we could teach these younger guys no man, don't even don't even play like that. It's, don't even yeah. don't yeah. even you know. Our generation's ruined. <laughs> we it's ruined. But we should tell these guys: don't bottle up your anger. Don't hit stuff when you're mad. Because what you're showing, yeah. what you're showing a woman, what you're showing your partner it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman, or whoever, is that you're lucky I didn't hit you. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, it becomes this like weird mind game yeah, where and, and, where they they should feel lucky that they didn't yeah feel and I'm and, and I'm just as responsible yeah. for that as anyone else. I, I did that when I was younger and I've done shitty things to people and I've had shitty things done to me, obviously with the stabbings and the the, the knifings and the mm. people sticking fingers in my butt when I'm sleeping and um, <laughs> um, and it's not okay. But it's not okay, and you have to unlearn that kind of bullshit. And and I'm still working through unlearning some some negative things that i i, I had and I, and I want any younger guys that are listening to me 
communication with your partner is important. If you're mad, talk to them about why you're mad. <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk, have an open dialogue. Hey, I'm fine. upset about this. I'm really, what you said really upset me. I'm going to explain why it upset me. And then we can talk it out. Yeah. Because, and I've had to do it with people. I'm like, listen, what you said really upset me. Maybe I took it the wrong way. Maybe I'm mad for the wrong reason. I need you to understand that I'm mad, though. Don't <laughs> don't leave any room for misunderstanding. You know? it, it happens, though. Misunderstandings happen in conversation or in things or in whatever. And it's okay to misunderstand, but explain. But, but that. be willing to attack the problem and not each other. Yes. You know? Yes. And these are all positive yeah. things we're trying to get across because I've definitely. Yeah. I, I've definitely, you know, I'm I, just as guilty as anybody else for dumb shit, saying dumb shit, doing dumb shit. I'm a bad breaker upper. Like, mm. I've I've gone scorched earth <laughs> and on people about shit. Yeah. And even if even if I'm the one, even if I'm the one breaking <laughs> up, I, I can't. I can help it now, but I I did dumb shit, and I you know I I feel guilty about it, and I need to 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 unlearn those bad things. And I think for the most part I did, not always, but it, it's. You're you never stop working on yourself, you know. Especially, no, you're you're absolutely right. Dude. And now that I'm single, I've been single since I was 14. I have time to deal with my own bullshit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I mean that's uh. There's I have my anger issues too that I need to work out as well. I feel like I never properly. Uh, managed how to uh cope with a lot of anger issues you know you you're a you're a tuck it deep down inside and hope for the best kind of guy i can tell <laughs> but you know that's that's the worst because <laughs> yeah because you're you gonna blow, blow up, up. You blow, you blow up well you got you a up, you got a you got a boy there and i think look at him and think how do you want him to treat people you know oh dude yeah and he's I, a uh, nice little kid too. he's a nice boy he's, yeah he's a sweetheart yeah man. oh dude like like, I'm gonna cry if I talk about my son, dude. I can't. Okay, even... okay. Well, okay. well you <laughs> yeah. know, I have the I have the opposite problem. You have a sweet boy. I love my daughter, but she's the meanest motherfucker. <laughs> she's got her mom's horrible attitude. Her mom is someone who I, I I'm still friends with her. We're, we're, we're we you know we care about each other in in whatever respective way we have to. Um, but uh-huh. she's she's got my temper and her mom's temper. It's the worst fucking thing. She's so mean. Oh, I love her to death, but she'll yeah. just be like. She'll do this shit. And I'm just like, why are you, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> and, and hey, I'll say this. My my son, he is sweet and I'll always think of my sweet. But no, he has some, he has some anger issues too, man. Yeah, like, like his dad. Like, what's what's funny? Yeah, like his dad. Like his dad. But no, here's what's funny though, is that he, he's he's gotten better at one one aspect is that when uh he would get really easily frustrated. Mm-hmm. And when you get frustrated, he would he would let out a big old screech of a yell, you know? Like yeah. like and like okay, like yeah, I don't want it. Okay. Got it. Uh, now and now he annoyingly learned. I don't want to eat and stuff like that. And he says that, but I also mean, that's better than now, screaming. But uh, another thing he does now it's it's a, it's a sound. And I think he got this from me too. It's awful. <laughs> um, instead of screaming now, he he lets out like a. Oh, it's really hilarious. It's like an audible like, like. Uh, <laughs> I've heard you do that. that. I've heard you do that. Uh, yeah, I've heard you sigh. <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> so he got that from you because i've heard you fucking do it oh, yeah, yeah you'll, you'll go you'll go she'll go oh that's you he you does do that, that instead of yell now which is yeah. sweet and awesome well, that he's that, like that's evolving. definitely that's definitely Learning. his dad i've heard you do it yeah. that's per- verbatim <laughs> that's perfect 
funny. Well, oh, mine does the opposite. So she was, she just, she thinks everything's funny, like me. Every horrible thing is funny. Because one day, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so we were at the, and she gets like, she snaps like that. So she was at, we were at dinner one time, mm-hmm. and her, her, my mom's boyfriend, but she, she calls him grandpa. You know, he's close. And she took a binky so she could eat. So she took that binky out. She went for a fork to stab him. <laughs> that's, that's me right away. Instinct. What's up just, with the- what the fuck, man? Like that's that's a. I would stab a motherfucker. I've stabbed. I have not stabbed anybody. If cops are looking or listening, because I've stabbed motherfuckers. <laughs> like I don't. I will do it quickly. So you're gonna, edit, you're gonna edit out the uh, the uh, part where you mentioned the fork stabbing that you did. <laughs> no, because it's appropriate. I like to stab. I used to like to stab people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's I had a little problem funny. when I was there. I was. <laughs> You know, I was a crazy homeless person for a little bit there. I had to stab people every once in a while. <laughs> um, oh, let me check something here. Oops. Okay. Sorry. I had to, what stuff? <clears throat> no, I had to check what my what my what percent my phone is at. But hey, what I percent? wanted to talk about um hey, because like we're not gonna be releasing um anything for christmas though but you know where we just we could December. do a christmas special if you wanted to like a quick thing for christmas that could be cool do like we a, just we just hit december what uh what this do, this will come out plan? after december i know i know but yeah. like when people are listening to it they have context <laughs> yeah why, why um, i'm bringing up christmas shit <laughs> do you, do you want to do like something christmas before christmas eve or something like that or do like a 10 minute Maybe. do like a 10 Maybe minute figure that out we could do it uh, before one of the shows or something like that and just do like a 10 minute. This is our Christmas. Hey, how's your Christmas? Oh, you want to fucking suck cock? You fucking Christmas piece horse of shit. Cock. Yeah, I've been fucking <laughs> horse cock. This, this episode was not about cock. It was about butt stuff. Get your butt eaten. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I like my Which butt I just eating. said yes to. I don't, I don't actually. Never had your butt. You've never had your butt eaten? <laughs> no. It's, it's fantastic. Okay. You've yeah. missed out. It's, if, oh, you're, if you oh, are a clean man, you are a man who showers and cleans your butthole. It will feel good. It'll feel great. Okay. I enjoy it quite I'll, a bit. I, I will. I will see if I can um, take the same route that Tom Segura is trying to take with Christina, and I will see if I can get my girlfriend to eat my scrum. Have her start playing with your taint. That's what I do. But then I found that I had a wicked, <laughs> had a wicked scar on my taint. So we just skipped right on to the ass stuff. <laughs> oh man. Well, on that note, man. <laughs> If your ladies, I'm, if your ladies listening, tell her to get you a loofah with with a long at a, handle. At a ring light, and she's in front of me, but I can't tell she's awake, so like I can't see her. What face. is she? She she's fucking falling uh-huh. asleep all the time. Because <laughs> she's waiting every for me to get I'm, out so we can hang out. Every time I'm like, we're doing this, we're doing this very important podcast. She can be listening to this for free. She's gonna have to pay for it now. Yeah, with, with, butt, <laughs> with butt eating. I'm gonna force her on sometime. <laughs> we'll gladly have her on. We got if I if we have people like wholesome peaks on, we can have her on. Um we might Absolutely. have <laughs> glitter peaks on after that. Um I have to figure out she said she'd do it anytime. I don't know which else she does. For sure. Yeah, dude, there's a there's a few people who would like to be uh who else? On those the are the pod. two I could think of. Who else? Who else is there? Well, no, there's a few um there's uh I talked to my buddy from uh, the record store. Yeah. So you give us free He's records? Down. No. 
<laughs> no. Uh, no, dude, he's down to do it. I'm, I'm, I'll be down for that. I'm not bringing um, people I know on because I don't know anybody that I would want to talk to. He's he's a huge Twin Peaks fan. I know that. He's a huge David Lynch have fan. Have him on. He we'll has... talk about Twin Peaks. No, yeah, he's him. perfect. He he's full of stories. He has like a signed inlet copy of Inland Empire and everything. And that's and cool. All that. Yeah, so he's been around. He's seen a bunch of stuff. Gone to a bunch of shit. He goes to the conventions too sometimes. I never. I don't like conventions. I don't like a lot of people. I've never really been to one. I've I never to, been to any convention. Really. I, when I worked at a comic store, I used to go to the comic conventions all the time. And mm-hmm. I would buy comics. I mean, I don't know. People would like dress up and shit. And I don't want to dress up. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, there's the thing I always have with those is there's always girls there that are like cosplay girls that people want to meet. I'm thinking, what do you do? You're just, oh, like just professional cosplayers. This is like, what you do, like, and I want to meet yeah. you for this reason. And they're beautiful mm-hmm. people, and they work really hard on their costumes, and and they they do a really good job. I get the appeal of looking at them. I don't want to meet you. Fuck am I looking? Who the <laughs> fuck are you? You're just some motherfucker <laughs> costume. You're not even you the real. You're not even the proximity. real. You're not even the real person in the costume. You're just a fake fucking person putting on a different costume. To them, they're the real person. Man. Well, I, and I appreciate how hard they work. I think it's... I think that some of the class people I've seen are fucking amazing. They look really cool. They look like them. But mm. I don't want to fucking meet you. Like, who the fuck... You're not anybody. You're not the <laughs> you real... You don't want to meet anybody. Even, yeah. I don't fucking... Yeah, I definitely don't want to meet... You don't want to meet anybody. <laughs> I definitely want to meet people I got to pay to meet. Like, like, if I meet Adam West, okay, he's fucking Batman. <laughs> if I meet a chick who dresses up like Batwoman, you ain't fucking... Who the fuck are you? He didn't do anything. He's dressed not up the, like a, not the dude from the dead milkman. Yeah, I didn't have to pay to meet that dude. He had to you pay to meet me because he bought them seats in front of me. <laughs> you have you have to like word it that way, right? Yeah. You could just word it the same way if towards with you no, being the person that he had to pay. To he him. knew. He said, "I want the seats in front of Sean." He said, "I'm fucking seats in front of that motherfucker." He knew. He knew. I said, and he knew it was me. He said, "I know that motherfucker." I I used to sing. Dead Milkman songs in one of my shitty bands. Nice. Because the only music that I can sing to, because I have such a terrible fucking singing voice, that I can do Dead Milkman songs because they sound like shit. <laughs> I've been practicing my singing voice. I've been still playing a lot of guitar and learning all these fucking Nick Cave songs, dude. Not you. You're going to high harmonize. I will fucking go on live and I'll do a whole show, man. No, I won't. I'm kidding. Don't. We heard it here. He's gonna do a whole. Fuck you! Shut no, up. This is a. No. I edit this stuff. You don't get to fucking choose. What's Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. This, he's on it. He's he's gonna be doing two live shows a week, folks. For tips, tips go to me. I'll give you my Patreon. 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 Yeah, Patreon. One thousand dollar tier. To be you doing some songs for a thousand bucks, oh, yeah. I'll do. I'll play the maracas or something. <laughs> I'll play the tambourine. I can you play the. I can folks? play the drums, not well. Yeah, you told me you can play the drums. I wanted yeah. to play the drums more. I don't want to play the fucking drums. Okay. This is your. You're the musician here. I'm a guy, okay. just a guy, I'm a normal man. Dude, <laughs> I, I um, doesn't want to meet people. I, hold on, am I, am I, is my, I don't want to die on you. Okay, hold on. Um, we're still Don't recording. Dying on me. Sorry. <laughs> We're still recording. No, I was. I um. I, I just wanted to see what my what percentage of my phone was like. So, like, I'm afraid I'm just gonna my shit's just gonna turn off. But now we're good. Um, I almost bought a violin. You can't play the violin. 
on Amazon. You don't know how to play the violin. You don't know how to play the violin. Hey, no, no, I was in a music class in elementary school. And we Dude, did, you uh, you can play the record. You can play hot cross buns on the fucking recorder. Hey, Shut you know, the fuck you know up. what those you know what those holes on the violin are called? Yeah, for fucking. Well, they're called f holes. Yeah, yeah, I know that's yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> I did know that because I can play the violin. <laughs> you can. No, fuck, I can't play the fucking violin. Are you kidding me? I'm musically ignorant. I'm, I'm, I want to grow out the beard and be the next one. <laughs> I'll be the next one. <laughs> he started playing when no, he was a little real, kid. I, I, really like... did, I, almost, I, did, I almost did buy a fucking violin. What? Don't I, buy I, a violin. <laughs> no, it's, uh, they're not a good Buy an accordion and hope for the best. No, dude, because actually you can incorporate the string, the, the whole string theory with the uh, not string, not not the string the theory. Stream theory. Just, <laughs> the universe is all interconnected by by a single yoke. Is that no, what I meant, the violin? I meant <laughs> so the vi- he buys a violin on Amazon, and that proves that the universe is connected by a single yoke, everybody. We've solved string theory. String theory. If this, if some cunt in LA County buys a fucking cheap violin off of Amazon, we're done. It's the heat Confirmed. death of the universe will occur. <laughs> um, but no, what I was getting at, like, you know, I, I play guitar, so, you know, it's like, you can string. I, I get it. The theory. string theory, yeah. this theory about <laughs> strings, yes, li- yeah, quite you, literally. There's a lot you can incorporate because I was able to incorporate that into a fucking keyboard and piano playing. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not good at keyboard and piano playing, but you know it's a similar way that you understand it. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's a it's the method. So I, and I really love a violin, dude. And yeah. I thought I think it would be fun to experiment with um, electric acoustic violin. You know, there's ones you can plug in and do a bunch of shit with, like the one from <laughs> Revenge know. of the Nerds. Uh oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Wait, a layup violin, huh? Maybe. I don't think actually I'm sorry. I don't I don't think I'm remembering what you're talking about. And the end of Revenge of the Nerds, they do like a maybe it was two. He has like a light up violin. It's electric. Yeah, fuck. I don't remember. They were bad movies. It doesn't matter. We talk about that too yeah. much too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're one note ponies here on uh Dark mm-hmm. Peaks podcast. It's it's not. It, next up is going to be a review of uh, of mice and men starring John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> and I tend the bunnies. <laughs> yeah, um, Gary Sinise, who hasn't worked since two thousand and ten. <laughs> oh man! So, what's our next uh, top five going to be? The next top five is an easy one for us. We're gonna, we're approaching mm. a different medium. Top five video games. Woo! All right, cool. That one is going to be difficult for me. <laughs> it, this one's going to be probably easy and probably like you, you not the best you list. You don't play games, dude. I used to a lot, yeah. but not the but not the best games either. Though I mean, there was it's a lot of my list will be nostalgia based. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. For but the, but they're good. They're good. They're good games. So I think. <laughs> what do you think? It's nothing but fucking FIFA, FIFA, and Gran Turismo. <laughs> Tonga. Tonga, the Tongan kid, <laughs> his game, Wacky World of the Tongan Kid for the, the ZX Spectrum. That could yes. be a game. That, most of that sounds like gibberish to you. <laughs> yeah, it does. 
I figure here's the, my logic behind this. We talked about movies. We talked about music. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not. I'm a gamer, but I wouldn't consider myself like into deep into the gaming world. Um, but yeah. I figure top five games, easy one. We could talk about it. We could see oh, yeah. how we do. We can see if people sure. like it, and then maybe we'll talk more about video games. Maybe. Yeah. And next thing you know, we started Twitch and all this shit. <laughs> dude, I'll fucking dude. You see what they do on Twitch, man? They just like blow and shit into the fucking mic and, and broads some dirty broads up there. No, I'm okay on that. They got banned for having like the sexy Twitches because they're not doing anything. And like, I get it. So then they moved to ASMR where they were just like mm-hmm. licking microphones and shit, wearing sexy yeah. outfits, licking microphones. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, why would you want to watch that? I don't want to watch a chick dressed yeah, like right? Spider-Man licking a microphone. I don't want to watch it. I don't really get the ASMR thing, except for, like I said, people saying the word cold brew. Fucking cold brew. You yeah. love hearing that. I don't know what it is. That makes words, me you know? quiver all over. I watch those Dr. Squatch commercials and I let them run because that motherfucker says cold brew like six <laughs> times. And I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not into ASMR either, but hey, man, I will say this. If any if anybody can do it well, I bet Blixit can do a great. ASMR. I don't want to listen to his fucking ASMR. It'd be so annoying. Do you think he'll he'll you think he'll sneak in a fucking? He'll fucking he'll wait till you're almost asleep and then shriek at you or something horrible. Like, I'm that's like, that's oh man, I can't get off. Badass, to, I can't man. get off to this. <laughs> Tell me he doesn't have a very gentle and calm voice though. I think he's a good looking guy too. For like a weird dude, he's like a weird looking <laughs> guy. Being a weird Berlin dude, yeah. I agree. Back in the back in the day, especially. <laughs> yeah, he was he's a very unique looking fellow. Um, mm-hmm. I would say it's it's attractive. Yeah, bordering on attractive. I mean, <laughs> I think Nick Cave is attractive, and he's not. It's it's funny. My uh, my girlfriend was seeing old uh, old photos of him when he was younger because I think I he told was, you yeah, we watched. Yeah, he was really oh yeah, he was like he was, she, he was she said uh yeah Nick Cave was he was really attractive on his younger days. He had he had that the dark mis- tall dark and mysterious. I mean he was the yeah. epitome yeah. epitome of that. He, mm-hmm. he was yeah. tall dark and mysterious. And then I showed her <laughs> pictures of him with his big old hair from the birthday party. I'm like and then you showed him nothing but mustache <laughs> pictures. I love the mustache. If that doesn't kill you, if that doesn't kill you, your attraction to him, nothing will. You know, Um, a lot of that. A lot of that. I think I. I, You know what I got from that is that I think he was trying to make himself ridiculous on purpose. I think he just thought the mustache. He just liked the mustache. I think you're reading too much into it. No, I like the way he he talked about it before. You know, I think he he was talking about it in like a, a weird hindsight thing, and it was mm. it was a weird form of ego death in a way. It's about not taking this shit. Too you know, seriously. it's it's know. really easy to talk about after you get rid of the mustache while you have the mustache. Hey man, I still like what he said. <laughs> after I got rid of the bodies, I can wax poetically about what happened with them. Like, get the fuck out of here, man! You grew a mustache. Cause you liked the mustache and then you got rid of the mustache because everybody hated the mustache. And now you got some bullshit to say about this fucking mustache. Get the fuck out of here. You fucking liar. I don't, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that he waxed, he waxed poetically about the fucking hey, ego death of the fucking mustache. I like Get hearing the, him it's so poetic. nonsense. I love I like Nick He's so poetic. full of shit. It's unreal. Oh, he fuck off. No, so full of shit. that's you killing the poetry in the world. It's, he's, he wrote a poetry about a mustache. I don't. It wasn't really poetry. He wrote it 
wonderfully. It wasn't a poem. It was a. It was. A, he wrote an epic poem that of like that of Beowulf or Paradise Lost about a fucking mustache. All right. Anyways, everyone, grow out a porn stash. I have them. Mine grows like Fu Manchu. It goes. It actually goes the whole way down like that. Mine does too. Yeah, Mine does too. Look, pretty cool. Yeah. You, see, you can see it. We like it. We, I'm, gonna, right. I'm gonna shave and just keep the Fu Manchu. And get it real long. See if I can do the, or the twirl thing. I can do. Yeah. I have beard. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Uh, you know, what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna do the Hulk. Wax. I'm gonna do the Hulk Hogan thing where my mustache is blonde, but my hair is black right here. Yes. So I get the blonde Fu Manchu, <laughs> and I can go. It's not gonna work for me, brother. Just get a soul patch. That's all I need to do. I had a soul. <laughs> I've had a soul patch before, right here. I yeah. Did. yeah. <laughs> Right there. That's great. I used to cut it because I get gray, mm-hmm. like right here, mm-hmm. but not right here. <laughs> so I'd cut it into just the soul patch to get rid of the gray because I was like 17. <laughs> but my hair's not gray, so I don't know. I'm getting a lot of grays. I'm not getting any grays. I'm hoping for mm-hmm. grays. I'm looking for to be sure. an old guy as quickly as possible. And I'm <laughs> hoping, but it's not working for me. They give you soup. You can do whatever you want. I can shit anywhere because I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. No I'm one's going to tell me a yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, I can go into a delicatessen <laughs> and I can yell about whatever I want to yell about because it's delicatessen and I'm old. Uh, I worked in a deli and old guys would come in and they would yell and I want to be that. <laughs> All right. We'll wrap it up. Baby oh, here yeah. has got to have his bottle. Yeah, talking about you, piece of I know. Shit. All right, uh, well, <laughs> this was a good one. This was good, yeah. It was a long one. <laughs> All right, uh, good night, everybody. Stay for a second, and we'll talk for two seconds. Yeah, sounds good. Right. Later, guys. Yeah, bye bye. <laughs> oh, God damn it! I didn't turn it off. I just <laughs> turned <laughs> off the video. I keep fucking. Di-
Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dark Peaks podcast, dirtiest place aside of the roadhouse, and the only podcast, the only one we've checked. Didn't we check? Yeah. On the entirety um, of the internet. I, I checked. We checked all the tubes. Uh, you can hear about Twin Peaks. I'm, of course, Demon Peaks. That's Sean. This is Goth Peaks. That's Adam. Say hello, Adam. What's going on, everybody? On today's show, we're going to be talking about our top five favorite live albums. That's live albums mm-hmm. only, and not the band live. They're not permitted no. to be on this list. Wait, who who I like? Okay. They have that one song. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what the fuck the song is. <laughs> but Everybody sounded like that in the 90s, so it was fine. They were just Eddie. Everybody was doing Eddie Vedder impressions. Yeah. He did, he, he did this in front of the camera. Yeah, like a bunch. Yeah. Um, mm. Before we start, I want to give a shout out to people who did our opening song. Lula is in trouble. Song is Midnight Coffee. And if you're on YouTube, our logos and art were done by Corvid Days. By the way, Etsy, they do amazing work. Um, I, I believe it's a black girl, too. So it's like black-owned business, if you're worried about that. I believe she there is. There you go. I have no way of nice. proving that. I think she is. Um, her avatar is, but she could be like a dude. So who knows? And the show <laughs> opening was done by Goth themselves. And like I say, every week, I love it. He did an incredible job. Frank Booth is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if you listen to this on, but it's offered on YouTube. Look for Dark Peaks Podcast. Subscribe on there. And Anchor, look yes. for the same or on Spotify. We're on a bunch of other shit. I say this every week. I don't know. I don't know. Find it. Look it up. Search it. Find it. <laughs> you'll find, I'm sure Google. you'll find it. Bing. Somewhere. What is it? Ask it's available G- to you. Ask G. Do you know, are we on Apple Podcasts too? What or the no? fuck did I just say? I don't know. I thought maybe one of listening to me? Like confirmed. <laughs> I, I, no idea. I think it, I think listening. we are. I think Charlie okay. said we were, didn't she? I don't know. Coral's brother or sister. Uh, I'll check out our Instagram. Remember, that's what this whole thing's about. This is where we got the whole thing from. This is our whole life. Demon Peaks mm-hmm. and Goth Peaks. Demon Peaks is the best. Twin Peaks meme, and Goth Peaks does some stuff sometimes. We're gonna start out with some. You know, I do the three questions. I'm going to start with something from last week. We 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 talked to uh, Visteria. I'm going to call them Lodge last week. Great people, mm. by the way. Um, amazing people. Very intelligent awesome. people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I really enjoyed talking to them. They gave us a whole new experience. <clears throat> they really felt Absolutely. like felt like rock stars. You know, they had that aura. They they were they were they, they were cool. They were very cool. They were very <laughs> they were cool, fucking cool, know? man. Um, yeah. And and you know I want to say for me and then I'll let you talk about it. I was very nervous about meeting them, and normally I go through and say the director of the episode and the viewers and the title. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any of that last week. So if you if you're wondering why, nice. it was just a, it was just a nervous thing. You know, it was a lack of professionalism on our part. It was our first guests, mm-hmm. um, and and so we were really trying to make it work and and make the format work. Uh, I, I I want to apologize to anybody who thought that uh, we didn't do a good enough job i don't know if anybody had complaints it's not out yet so and you have something you want to say about it yeah man so i was i was very nervous as well you know so and I, like you said it was our first guest and i'm completely new to this you yeah know? this whole podcasting thing talking in front of the camera talking with other people more often than i usually do at work you know it's it's a little strange for me so i'm learning how to communicate again and so it makes things a little bit hard so you throw that into the mix of having our first guest and all that stuff it's it was it got me pretty nervous so i barely i barely talked on that episode man like i couldn't really say much i didn't want to say much because i was pretty enthralled by what they were saying but <clears throat> when it did come time for me to talk i was still too nervous man 
That's why too I, much for me. I wanted to bring this up. I feel like it's important for us to uh, have some catharsis about things that we do, you know, and mm-hmm. this is a sort of a public yeah. uh, therapy session. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So I think that's good. I, you, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about it. We'll, we'll get into the hang of things. Like you said, I don't talk to anybody. I do two YouTube shows a week, so I get all my conversation out uh, to the screen. That's good you have that practice, though. <laughs> yeah, and I have a, th- a two-year-old that, that you know, she talks a little <laughs> bit, but we don't exactly have engaging conversations. You mm-hmm. know, we're talking about the Bolshevikian revolution or anything like that quite yet. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I wanted to transition that into to people that we've talked to um on youtube on instagram since we've started uh our, our moderately successful instagram pages have you talked to any celebrities or anybody of note i know you, you specifically have talked to some Twin Peaks people yeah um of course there's uh uh at big lee marvin uh big lee marvin fan <laughs> George I, love, I love that i love lee marvin that's so, fucker ray yeah, yeah i like really. he's a good guy yeah dude yeah, and he's awesome, man. I think he started following me because he was uh, he saw the uh, Nick Cave memes yeah, that we were yeah. doing for Nick Cave Week, so that was that was fucking cool. And, but yeah, he was he was cool enough to add me and and uh, you know like my stuff. I sent him a message saying thanks for the follow, the big fan, and everything. And he was really cool and messaged back, and I was you know I was I was you know pretty blown away. <laughs> that that was pretty cool. And you had Krista, didn't you? Bell? Mm-hmm. Krista Bell? Krista Bell, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, Krista Bell, I made uh, I made, huh? She, she started following you and good, tell your, you know. Oh, yeah, no, Um, it was, uh, I, I think it was Man's after I posted the, the cure. It was, yeah. uh, it was, it was the, a meme for the cure. And uh, I tagged uh, her in it. So after that, <clears throat> I think she started following me. I think, yeah, I put her and David Lynch and Miguel Frere on the cover of uh, The Cure's Pornography album. Which was a great meme and a great album. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun one to make. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was appropriate because she's in that band uh, with uh, Mark Collin from yeah. Bell Vague. Good uh, band. It's a good Angels. band, too. Yeah, it's a good yeah, band. Yeah, they, they did some really awesome Cure covers. She so. just has that. She can she can suck a crowd in you know like yeah. i said from the diaphragm she really gets it um mm-hmm. it's beautiful have you seen it, her new video uh i did i did it wasn't too long ago it's it came out. cool yeah, yeah. yeah she got that, video it's really yeah, cool she's a very interesting person mm-hmm. she should be more popular yeah. uh, i think that she is yeah i agree you know deserves yeah. it for sure so that was interesting. I mean, so we've met, you know, um, for me, mine are a little bit different because my, uh, I, I mean, Ray followed me not too long ago. I didn't say anything to him because I'm not an ass kisser, but um, <laughs> two guys that, that I have a lot of respect for, excuse me, I'm a little under the weather, so forgive my uh, sniffling and whatnot. Two guys that I have a lot of respect for that I talked to. One was uh, Bill Oakley, um, who was a showrunner on The Simpsons and like uh, mid- middle seasons, early middle seasons, and uh, he also did Mission Hill, which is a cartoon I loved. Uh, nice. I've talked to him a couple of times, and I feel so stupid. He, he's the guy, you ever see Steamed Hams, the Simpsons thing, uh, Skinner makes the cheeseburgers? Mm, no, yeah, I haven't. <laughs> he wrote that. He wrote a lot of stuff. So I've talked to him because he, he posts fast food reviews all the time. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like in his car eating fast food, making reviews. We've talked a couple times, and I feel so stupid because I don't know what to say. I'm like, oh, man, I'm a big fan. Thank you. You're so cool. <laughs> Talk about fast food. 
Uh, I did. We talked. We talked about it a couple of times and chips because he's his, nice. he likes my favorite chip. They all dress the season A. You can only get in Canada. Nice. My favorite chip. Um, another <laughs> cool, guy you share to, something in common with someone. Yeah, it's so it's. But you know what? What I was getting at is these people are people too. They're human beings. Mm, yes. And we yeah, think yeah, of yeah. them as this kind of you know reverence, and they're just like you and me. They're just more successful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Another guy I want to talk about, and this is Twin Peaks related. Um, Jim Kruger is a comic book writer. He wrote one of my favorite comics of all time, Earth X. I also did Paradise X Universe X. I've, I've heard Earth, that name before. I have an Earth X tattoo. It's Captain Marvel, uh, the original, not the original, not Billy Batson, Marvel, Marvel. Um, and we were talking one time. I posted something and like tagged him in, and he told me in Universe X there's a Twin Peaks reference. And I'm going to spoil really? it. So Jim, if you're listening, I'm giving this away to the world. So Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman, is dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the and uh, Reed Richards, Miss Fantastic, you know, it can stretch real, real long, wants to get his wife back. So they get the soul gem and they find her soul and he takes his arm and stretches it into a body. And they put her soul into it. So Sue is the arm. Oh, shit. And he, he told me that. And I was like, that's that. <laughs> yeah, that's good shit. Nice. Um, yeah. Awesome. So that's a there's a little Twin Peaks. Uh, Marvel crossover there for you. You don't get too often. Is Twin Peaks not one of the most ubiquitous things of all time? It can be in anything. Everything has done it. Seriously. Um, you know, video games frequently have some Twin Peaks theme. I see a lot of um, you know Easter eggs, mm-hmm. a lot more than you'd imagine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I haven't played any more of it, but that Alan Wake game is very Twin Peaks. It's very Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Yeah, Alan Wake. That was yeah. that was off the market for years and years and years. I've had it for like 10 years. And yeah, they just randomly remastered it. And, it, and there was some licensing up. problem. I think that they took, to, like probably with the music, it's often with the music is a problem. Was there it actual, t- like- it, uh, There was, I believe there was licensed music and it got taken off to be sold at all. It was gone for like five mm-hmm. or six years. Maybe not quite that bad, but uh, it just came back not too long ago. It's a good game, yeah. The second one- Yeah, okay. I gotta find the time to play it. <laughs> So we're going to be talking about some live albums today. I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. But uh, so a question about live albums. What makes yeah. a good live album and why is that different from a regular album? So, I mean, you, with the regular album, you have repeat plays over and over and over. A live album is like a, you know, different view on the song. But what I think a live album should be, a good representation of what the band is about during their live shows, obviously. And a cross section of that, huh? A good cross section of this is what you're going to hear if you see us. Yeah, exactly. And you know, a good display of their attitude and what they're about. If they're that kind of band that has to display an attitude. I think Um, everybody, even if they don't have a a gimmick, has an attitude. You know, Kenny G goes up there and he's still got to be Kenny G. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't want to go up there and fucking uh, Gigi Allen the stage or something. Uh, So uh, for like about two, I'm sorry. You said Kenny G. Yeah. For about two or three months, I Kenny, when I was like five or six years old, Kenny G was my neighbor. Was he really? Was yeah, he, nice? he lived at the he apartment nice. across. Yeah, it was very nice. He gave me a, a, a CD of him doing a cover of the Titanic song. I like on his that, little I, I on like his horn. What he gives away is him doing stuff. Like yeah, he, that's yeah. that's a level <laughs> of fame that I could never hope. Hey, you know what you, you get from a famous person? Something that they that they did because they're so famous that it doesn't matter. <laughs> like it's worth something. I really hope I'm not making that up, but I do recall that being a very weird, why you, odd. Why don't fact you commit to it? Even if you made it up, you commit to it now. 
don't. Oh, I, I, I am because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident about it. So right. how about I proceed with confidence and say yeah. yes? That is he definitely true. was sexually assaulted by Kenny G when he was a child. Yeah. Uh, he's gentle fact. though he had he played great music during it so i mean the horn you know you can i call it an assault man i enjoy the music <laughs> it's a smooth it's a smooth beat for the hand job oh man um, so you were saying good no, cross section go good there. what else do yeah you think good. Is, is the big difference is that it do you think it's no no i mean also i think you get different deliveries of the instrument you know so be it the, especially the vocals you get different singing styles. You get different tempos, which can be a good thing or a bad thing at times. But, you know, and that includes the difference in what you're hearing as well, as opposed to the original studio version. But, you know, if done right, you get a really more raw, soulful performance of the song that you already love, you know, and, or a, and totally, a bunch a, of different. A totally different take sometimes, too. You may get like a way out oh, there. Oh, yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. For and sure. sometimes that's like a hidden gem, you know? That's uh, apparent with uh, uh, Tool. They had a, an EP, I believe, called the Salable EP. Yeah. And they had a different version of this, their song, uh, Push It. You know, just done slightly differently, but much better. Much more transcendent and amazing. Longer, I think. I could never get into Tool. I'm not, no. not, not, I'm not a problem. I have no problem with them. Just never, no, never I mean, really you, like. you don't get into something, you don't yeah. get into something. No, I, I like them a lot. I had a friend who loved Tool, he used to get in fights with this other guy about who was better, Tool or Johnny Cash. And I'm like, why is this an argument? How is this the it's, argument? It shouldn't be. And it was a regular, a regular fight, like they'd have it every time they hung out. I'm like, why do you either of you give a shit about this? They're really committing to that. Yeah, it was a, a running <laughs> gag silly. that wasn't that's funny. a very silly argument. The gag's old. I, yeah let it go <laughs> uh, i have a story about that guy i'll tell you some other time but um okay but i agree with that you know it, you not only are you this is what you should expect this is also are they creative on the fly are they able to take their are they just going to play the same fucking songs the same exact goddamn way that you could hear mm. exactly the same or are they going to give us a little bit something special you know that's what makes a live mm. performance is yeah. something special i can listen to fucking music anytime you know yeah, exactly. Um, so I agree. Um, the last question I have, okay, we were talking about this earlier. Do you like your ass eaten relating to live music? Sure. Sure. Okay, sure. I, I love it. That's a, that's a fact. All right. Uh, I don't know why we were talking about that, but that, that's on my questions list. So it must have came up at some point. <laughs> I hope it was you I was talking to about, it, not someone else. I'm I was fucking confused was, as to who the hell I was talking to about it. I, don't think um, it was. I have a lot of conversations and I have a drinking problem, so I don't remember most of them. Uh, <laughs> and we're gonna do our top fives. I have no honorable mentions. You don't even have a fucking list. You don't have fucking written anything written down. You know, you anything written down? I have it all in here. You yeah, know, it may not be a steel trap, man. but it's a steel. It's a temporary trap. Yeah, it's a Halliburton, all right. Um, do you want to start? You want me to start? Let's, uh, let's have you start. Okay. Number five, this is going to be a weird one. I don't think people expect this one. Um, I, I took a long time on these to fucking to do. I pained over these. One rule that I gave myself is that it had for me, it had to be an official album release. Yeah. You know? Okay. That's (laughs) not, not, I think most of mine are too. I don't think there's any that aren't. 
like it can't just be like a dvd only thing yeah okay i'm talking about like an actual cd like something that you listen to without the video at times even if it does have a video to accompany i think only one of these does also have a video but it was a album release I think a few of mine might have yeah. a video. I have to, um, I'll know once I mention it. I, I did a rule for myself. I tried to pick stuff that I didn't already talk about in other uh, videos. I sh probably should have followed that rule. Yeah, because I didn't want it to be the same. Oh, Nick gave, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so num number <laughs> yeah. five is, is, is a shocker for even me, but it's a nostalgia for me. And I'll, I'll get into that. Uh, the Slackers, Slack in Japan from 2005. Not familiar. Uh, they are a ska band. Which is embarrassing enough to admit. No, they, they sound like a ska. And a, ska is awesome. And ska <laughs> is fucking fun, dude. Yeah, well, it's a lot of fun. I can, that's the only dance I can do is skank. So, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it <laughs> reminds me th this album came out when I was uh, dating this girl named Emily who was married to a closet homosexual. That's not an insult. He came out after they divorced. Um, mm -hmm. And we and her dated, and he used to buy me uh, black exploitation films. Um, and give them to me when I would go on dates with his, his wife. Nice. And this was an album that we listened to a lot. So I just, I, you know, it, it brings me back to like, to like friends that I knew and people in places. Cause I had a couple of friends who were really into ska and, and just, you know, people I haven't talked to in 20 years and times and parties and just interesting, you know, brings me back to a different time. I, re I remember this album and, and feeling a great wave of nostalgia when I re listened to it, you know? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so there's that awesome what's uh what's a good song for me to check out and can i like um i like i like anywhere? you know they're all pretty married girl is probably the best song on it it's a, it's okay. a song with it. it's kind of a kind of a funny you know ska song about getting killed nice. awesome <laughs> yeah, i like it down. yeah <laughs> go ahead okay so number five for me will be um third time mentioning them and, and I don't, and like I said, I don't Ooh. listen to them much anymore, but I have to be, keep the list okay. honest for me. Is it Metallica? Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's Metallica S&M from okay. 99, I think it was, where they played with the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. And like I said, man, I grew up loving Metallica and, you know, this is actually a really good example of my, like probably my earliest example of getting a different perspective on the song. Like I said, wherever I may roam was my favorite from from uh, from them, and then hearing that a few years later, as I'm just a little bit older, I think like nine years old, hearing it in a different way with the symphony sung differently. His vocals are very different, you know, around this time. So you know, it gave me a different perspective on the song, a different appreciation for it, and so I was able to hear the song in two different ways. So it gave me a variety, you know. Yeah, so, I accept that. That's that's pretty good. But also yeah. the production quality of it too. Whatever you know, however they recorded it, whatever sound they got from the booth or whatever it was, fucking crisp and beautiful, dude. Well, I'll give Metallica a lot of shit, but the thing I won't give a shit about is the the quality of their sound has always been excellent. excellent. I can't say that for all their. I think yeah, there was some. You know, for the, the most one they part, did with though, Rick Rubin sound like shit. Uh, okay, well, that's, I blame Rick Rubin for that. Uh, it was weird, yeah. And they had that. Uh, what was the one? Garage Inc. When it was just covers. <laughs> it had a uh, cover of uh, Loverman on yeah, there. Yeah, it did. Uh, they there were some good covers on there, though. It was not a good cover on there. It was not. No, 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 no. But not, not Lo Loverman was bad. Certainly not. Like certainly that. not that one. Yeah, they did no, a Misfits cover, and it was fucking terrible. And 
I know the the first disc was newer covers they did. Yeah. And the second disc was the all the older yeah. shit. And like I know it's just for fun, but like I don't, I don't. They shouldn't get paid for that. Thank God. I gotta for say Nap- also. Thank God for Napster. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta say on the live performance on SNM for the song "Until It Sleeps," he on, sounds a yeah until it until sleeps, sleeps is on the album okay. load. Yeah. yeah, he sounds a lot like Dave Gahan. In that performance, oh, that's kind of weird. At least huh? in the first part, not I mean, okay, not the for the whole song, but the first verse, he sounds like dangerously close to Dave Gahan. Well, I wonder what that's me. about, huh? I've never, I've never listened to him and been like, you know what, uh, dude? His voice sounds really cool for that for that yeah. performance. He's got it's a nice, different. he's it's got an not, interesting. It's voice. not growly. It's there's like no no rasp to it. It's all very clean vocals, but it's really good. Well, you know, outside of the Scandinavians, he was the growly guy for a long time. You know what I mean? Like that was his high pitch growly. Yeah, yeah, he could do it. Growly. You know, like I said, outside of the Scandinavians, of course. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's my number five. Not a bad <laughs> choice. I disagree entirely, but that's fine. <laughs> Thanks, you still could have said it's not a bad choice. Thank you. <laughs> Well, it's your it's your choice. You pick whatever the fuck you want, but it still sucks. Um, number four, um, <laughs> another one that I don't know if people know how much I love this band, but I love this band a lot. Oingo Boingo, Oingo Boingo's Woo! Farewell, nineteen ninety six. They sound I never heard that one. Incredible live. It's like a it's like fifty songs that they played. What? Nice. It was like they're they're going away to even though they've toured like thirty times since then. Um, oh wow. It's just one of those concerts, everything that they did, the crowd was into. And so it gave this so much, it, it, it you know, Danny Elfman's got this energy like a crazy man, you know what I mean, already. <laughs> and he can just bring everybody up and up and up and up. Um, I, I, you know, Oingo Boingo to me is what New Wave sounds like. They, they are the New Wave band. Hell yeah. That sound, when I think of New Wave, I think of like, Oingo Boingo. That's the first band that pops mm-hmm. in my head. Um, you know, I, I, every time I hear them, though, I think of Portlandia. They're talking about you can't have an asymmetrical haircut and not like Oingo Boingo. <laughs> Are they wrong? I don't I think so. That. I don't think they're wrong. Yeah. But I love Oingo Boingo. They, they've got a billion great songs. They've got a billion. I, I've told people, they're like, I've never heard of that band. I'm like, you've heard a hundred songs by them. Trust me. You just don't yeah. know what they are. And they at yeah. least would know who Danny Elfman is. And so, like, yeah, oh, I can tell you reference Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas. I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas, The Simpsons. Yeah. He did the theme song, Batman yeah. 89. He did all the, yeah. he's done yeah. music for everything in the past 30 years. So good. And his newest album, fucking great. That's great. The man's great. So he's good. Incredibly talented. And I always say yeah. this, though. Here's a trivia question for you. Okay. Robert Downey Jr., Kurt Vonnegut, and Danny Elfman appear in a movie together what movie is it I'll tell you it is back to school starring rodney dangerfield what yes. <laughs> i saw that when i was a little kid robert Downey jr is the friend the, the son's friend uh he hires kurt vonnegut to write a paper on kurt vonnegut and then it gets like a b and he's like i'm canceling the check and um danny elfman plays and he throws a party it's just the strangest right. cast that you would that's a fucking awesome combo now i'm gonna have to have a the drugs watch of that the drugs at the party there robert Dane jr kurt vonnegut and danny elfman they're fucked up with and and you know um uh, what the hell i just said his name fat guy rodney uh, rodney rodney Dangerfield is a notorious cokehead was a notorious cokehead and stoner too yeah and they said when he came he in to, to do his lines 
for Caddyshack, he came in, put some cocaine on the table, and just started snorting and said, "Okay, I'm ready." You know, he just fucking did it. <laughs> um, he was great, man. He's he was great until the very end. Oh yeah, he kept the. He his... was so good, and you know what, man? In his whole no respect thing, that was still valid and true for him until the very end. Because he didn't get any he, respect. He didn't. He he was not with any of his peers of that time. You know, he did not hang out with anybody. He's yeah, they said he was a role. real recluse. He was like, yeah, I don't think, I don't know if it was all by choice either. Some people just have that reserve nature. You know, he may yeah. have been unapproachable yeah. in some fashion. He was an intimidating guy. Him. He was such people a big, loved him. such a big personality. It's hard to get around a guy like, you, you know, you might not want to uh, make yourself look stupid in front of a guy like that. You know what I mean? He's like a Bob, mm-hmm. he's like a funny Bob Hope. You know what I mean? Just a big yeah. personality. Yeah. You hate to see him in uh, Natural Born Killers. I thought he was brilliant in that. Oh, yeah, he was he great. Was horrifying in, he was, in that. He, he was. It made me <laughs> yeah, think. That's the thing. I wonder what he thought about that. I've never heard him talk about it because he was way out of his comfort, had to be way out of his comfort zone. I'm sure it was, but he had a very, the way he felt about comedy, about how nothing should get in the way of the yeah. comedy, how comedy is what it's all about. I'm sure that is also how he felt about art in general. Yeah, I believe I'm sure that. to a certain extent. So he probably felt that he was performing art i think the hardest thing he had to do was pretend to be attracted to juliette lewis well she has some attractive qualities i suppose i can't think of her outside (laughs) of the other sister when she's like mentally handicapped (laughs) that's the only thing i can think of her in (laughs) yeah have you seen uh california with a k i don't know probably it's with Brad Pitt, Juliet Lewis. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, company. yeah, yeah. That's that was a cool movie. Yeah, <laughs> she she's fucking weird in that. She's weird in everything. Juliet she's Lewis. weird. I think she's just weird. Name me a yeah, film where part. you're like Juliet Lewis is really normal in that. There wasn't one. Not much, but that's the thing. That's that's what, that's what makes her Juliet Lewis. <laughs> oh, but but you can't go. Juliet Lewis was in that. She was really weird. She's fucking really weird in everything. It's not. It's, it's okay. not a. It's not a statement. Jack Nicholson okay. was really high in that movie. Oh, huh? okay. Oh, Jack Nielsen was really high in that movie. If I describe him as that, that's every fucking movie. <laughs> describe every movie he's ever done. He has a kite. Yeah. No, right, go, go ahead. What's your next one? Before you devolve into a Jack Nielsen fucking. I'm going to make you proud with an impression one day, I swear. Um, the impressions are pretty good. Yeah. I don't have any impressions. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm on what? My number four? Four, yeah. Okay, number four will be um, the birthday party live from '81 to '82, I think it is, which I just bought on vinyl. Great, great fucking album. Yeah. Just bought it from Midnight Hour, my local record shop. <laughs> fucking awesome, dude. I've I've already heard the thing a million times. I mean, and but I I needed that thing on vinyl for sure. And that's one that I would say is where an album where I listen to that more than I listen to any of their. Um, studio album. Oh yeah, I, I actually agree with that 100. That's a brilliant and album. That's what the, the birthday party was a live band. Yeah, they were I mean, gritty and angry and hate filled mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. And I think Mutiny in Heaven like perfectly show. exemplifies that. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. But opening with Junkyard, dude. Oh, that's fucking sorry. And that live version I saw of that on YouTube. It's there's this one. It's like a pro shot and everything. Fucking awesome, dude. He Nick is wearing is like wearing like a gray suit and his hair is all big and he's 
doing these crazy like hip moves his weird shit. hip he's dances fucking... that he does like yeah he's like he's a belly so dance. weird well the man's and like what's the, what's the name of the bass player the guy that wears a cowboy hat i forget i forget his name Dude, right? he's up, 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 up. playing his bass and he's fucking humping and gyrating throughout the whole song until he's on the floor with his bass <laughs> humping up into the i mean that's some that's some hip action right there that's powerful great, man so yeah i mean you had fucking nick roland mick fucking bass player i'm trying i'm forgetting his name i can't remember small mustache yeah mustache guy (laughs) but dude that whole fucking album is amazing that's captures their fucking grittiness perfectly i totally forgot about that album or it would be on i totally forgot about it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how i love that listen that's the only that's the only um birthday party i listen to is that one like yourself i don't listen to their studio stuff it's uh, the studio stuff's fine but if I'm gonna listen to Nick the in the studio, stu- for sure. But if I'm like listening to Nick in the studio, I'm just gonna listen to the bad seats. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I guess like, I'd rather have the birthday party live because that's what they were. They were a jam band, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. They were just like and and that live album is a another good production, really good oh. recording quality. Yeah, yeah. which so, is surprising because cool. it doesn't seem like it's it of its time. Yeah, and like who they were and where they were playing and everything was not clubs they were yeah, playing, it was yeah. like nothing about it says. This is going to be a really good, well-sounding album. But Nick was always when, a stickler. When you hear that band, dude, it, it, you know it, it's one of the most unsustainable things ever. So it couldn't last long. No, volatile. And it didn't last long. No. Well, they were like, no. they, what was it, The Boys Next Door and then The Birthday Party. The Boys Next Door only had one album. Yeah, it's like one, one album and like an EP, I think. Yeah, maybe. like like an EP and then uh, yeah. Birthday Party. It, it was really good for what yeah. it was. But it's Shivers one of those things where song. Yeah. He, he was he was blowing up every he was just in his brain. Nick was blowing up, his, you know, mm-hmm. he was losing his shit constantly. He was yeah. drugged out. He was fucked up. He was just nothing he did was going to be more than two or three albums. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Until he got. Clean. I love that. Um, I love that Anita wrote a lot of those songs for yeah. the birthday party. Yeah. yeah. Underrated talent there as well. I love that her um, compilation album, Dirty Pearl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. My, I think my favorite performance of her, since we're talking about live music, probably yeah. one of my all-time favorite songs being performed live is, um, I'm not familiar with this band, Die Hout, Die Hoot. Do you know this band? It's Nick Cave affiliated. Nick Cave or Birthday Party affiliated. That doesn't fucking mean anything. It was every band. (laughs) It's Berlin affiliated. Yeah. Berlin affiliated at least. Okay. I think it's that band, but they're doing the song um, Subterraneans. How long have we known each other? Okay. I know. Anita and Blixa singing together. They're they're both singing different. Yeah. Are you not familiar with this? I'm not. No. I I got to send this to you. Yeah, please do. It fucking moves me to tears sometimes. It's because it's such, and it's a weird song to have that happen. Because it's just like a really silly, softly spoken, almost mumbled narrative that's being spoken through two different people. And but it's one of the most awesome and most like beautiful things I've ever heard. Lex is kind of hard to understand in general. His voice is so deep that it like muffles over itself. You're gonna love his voice in this one. You can understand him. I love him. I I don't Don't care his voice, dude. Did you watch Uh, his did you, you watch his vampire movie? No, you linked it it's, to me, but I never got around to watching it. It's garbage. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so fun stupid. To watch, it's right? so fucking stupid. <laughs> Music's great. I do love. I love that fucking Einstein and Nobody fucking live oh, weird um, movie. 
Yeah, where yeah. it's like they're just fucking something. weird. They're just I said no button was not a band. They were just things happening <laughs> that someone taped. <laughs> I love a I series love of occurrences. Stories. I love like how many fucking artists that we admire mm-hmm. like mentioned Einstein Neubauten as like one oh, of the great black bands I, I, we've ever seen live. I have a weird uh, story about that. So um I think I told this one about Henry Rollins tattoo. Uh yeah, I what about it? Henry Rollins has, you has, an, about he has an Isis Neubauten tattoo, all right? It's okay. on his, I think it's right here. Oh, and he thought it was a, a Henry yeah, Rollins I, tattoo? Well, yeah, my okay, ex-girlfriend yeah, had Isis Neubauten in the back of her neck, and she had short hair, and a guy came mm-hmm. up and he was like, really cool, uh, Henry Rollins tattoo, and she's like, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> it's not... Oh man! What's the point of even arguing with someone like that? It's a really cool Henry Rollins tattoo. Do you think Henry Rollins has like? I guess he has a black flag tattoo, so yeah, he would have his own tattoo. Yeah, probably. (laughs) No, but he he, like he did it after joining the band, right? You know. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But I mean, itself, you can say that because I can't say, oh, why would Henry Rollins have his own tattoo? Because he does. Yeah. (laughs) But man, Lixa, that's someone you would. Yeah. He's amazing. I love the guy. He, he doesn't cannot, fucking do it. He can anything. serenade you with his voice, or he can yeah. scare you with his freaking shriek. Or he can pretend to be he can pretend to be like a, a, a woodland animal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean he he lets it out in Stagger Lee mm-hmm. from the bad seeds. Fucking Stagger Lee. Well, I was um <laughs> I was running a restaurant one time and I put on Nick Cave radio or whatever. And fucking Stagger Lee, Lee came on and I'm like, oh no, I gotta get and change this off. We were packed. It was like a Saturday night. And I'm Damn. like, oh my god, change! You cannot let Stagger Lee play. Change it. There are children in the room, <laughs> even if there's not. That's why I need can't to be connected it. via Bluetooth so you can yeah. get your phone out. Oh, skip. Yeah. Well, we had like terrible internet in the place, so it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. But oh no, I'm fucking Stagger Lee. Yeah, that's uh, that'll drive some people out. I'm surprised the they played it on the channel. Um, on what channel? It was like fucking. Oh, you mean the radio station? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe like, you didn't have bl- like, bad uh, seeds radio or something like that. You probably didn't have this the safe. I don't know safety don't know. pussy mode. On. I wanted to, so, so you know what? You know what the guy put on after that? He put the entirety what? of sports on by Huey Lewis, front to back. That's what he changed okay. from Stagger Lee to the it's entirety. A big pendulum swing to, right to there, the right? whole the whole album. That's a big. <laughs> and it's not a short sports is not a short album no it's long i like huey lewis but i don't that's not a fair yeah okay. what did he sound too i'm not you gotta make gonna a huey lewis mention, joke well go ahead see three feet thick i was gonna mention american psycho did you read the book um no you know my my girlfriend has the book it's in the bookshelf somewhere um uh, here yeah. i gotta yeah it's a good book read it yeah i'm gonna have to uh I, yeah have that right yeah <laughs> all right moving along i believe it's me correct mm-hmm. yes number three uh towns van zant live at the old quarter houston texas 1977 yes. um towns is with, uh, with is a musician's musician he's a songwriter's songwriter there's a okay. list of musicians that were influenced by him that are is this like the wikipedia entry just listing people who influenced by him is this long <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
he influenced like every musician. Like, what is it? There's Neil Young, Willie Nelson, Lyle Lovett, who was on the last show, Chelsea Wolf, etc. etc. Just like all these people oh, loved nice. him. And he's this, I don't even want to call it country, an outlaw music. Yeah. And yeah. I know what you mean this, because there's there's a big difference between yeah, country and this in this outlaw this country, you know. Tired, strained. He's not ragged, but he sounds. T- you, there's a pain in everything he says. There's a mm-hmm. there's a feeling. He he's and I he's incredible. If you don't know Towns Van Sant, take some do some favor, just listen to some of his stuff. He's got the heart and soul and pain in everything he says, even if it's like a goofy song. It's it sounds like you're going to be depressed from listening to it. Just Imme- yeah, immensely talented man. He could do everything, mm-hmm. and I, I listen to him, and he does stuff just with his guitar by himself sometimes you know here's oh, a song cool. so doing a medley that's very and would you say it's like uh, kind of folky kind of yeah. i'd say there's a little bit of folk in there yeah i don't cool. i think outlaw has a little bit of folk in it you know what i mean because awesome. they're yeah, telling, yeah, telling say, stories say, they're telling is. tales and that's mm-hmm. more folk than it is country you know what i mean like they're telling ballads mm-hmm. almost um Towns Van Zandt, check it out for sure an incredible yeah. musician uh doesn't get the respect not nearly Outside of musicians talking about him, no one talks about him. Is he still alive? Uh, no, he died. He went insane and then died. So he had oh, a really God. horrible life too. Like it was a depressing life. I think shit. his so wife he was singing about tough shit back yeah, then. I think his wife died. Or his, it was either his wife or his brother. I forget who died. And he went insane, and they locked him up, and they died. <laughs> that oh. was like the. That was like it. Yeah, it was a depressing. That's awful, man. And you can looking at the guy, you can tell he was not all not well. Man, it makes me always appreciate an artist when they've gone through such a great oh, time. I mean, they, such, I mean, such a hard time, such a hard time, and then fucking come out stronger at the on the other side. Yeah, you know? they can turn the the pain of their tormented life into something magical. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's always always impressive. So like, because there's only like two directions you can go after. Well, often it goes spot. one direction, and then they doing well and then it's fucking right down like uh mm-hmm. look at allison chains you know what i mean oh, <laughs> i mean I'm, he's a perfect example of you know lane is a perfect example of really really talented using his pain to make music and then just fucking hit, done <laughs> he never yeah, got man, he never got back right from there, it man that was my high school obsession then i like oh i love me some uh some allison chains i know absolutely obsessed yeah, yeah. Oh, I, like i said i grew yeah. up with a lot of grunge and they're same. certainly grunge. Same, same. <laughs> same, same. We're going to have to talk more about grunge sometime for sure. What's our talk? Because that was a big part of my It was something that happened in the 90s and we don't talk about it anymore. Well, like, no, I'm talking like about Like Bill Clinton. Did you hear Bill Clinton's a pedophile? <laughs> oh, because uh, his name, uh, he was, yeah. he like flew the fucking, they, they clean up all his, his like fucking 17 cum- or 22 yeah. times. Flew clean up all his cum no. stains. I said 17 times because I think it was revealed that that's how many times Jeffrey Epstein went into the White House while Bill, while Bill oh, Clinton yeah, he was, was in office. there fucking giving him a hand job, probably. <laughs> yeah, Billy. Probably. He was just, <laughs> you know, I think it's funny that uh, <laughs> I'm right about everything. This is another one of these things. <laughs> so they're all fucking every one of these scumbag billionaires are fucking pedophiles. And that's coming out. Look at them all, a bunch of pedophiles. Trump's a pedophile, Clinton's a pedophile. You know, it's it's sad that Obama and Bush are the two guys that have not been implicated in, you know, yeah. not this. Bush, know, didn't man, ki- Bush didn't kill a guy. I mean, his wife killed a guy. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, and he was like, okay. I mean, I don't know, man. It's it seems not not to look too well, too great for those yeah. dudes. Um, and you know, Biden's <laughs> a pedophile. He look, he's a weird old dude. He's just yeah. a weird guy. Oh, we we smell boys sometimes. Yeah, he just like <laughs> I love his switchblade story where he's getting in fucking knife fights or whatever. What the fuck, dude? Get the fuck out of here, you old piece of shit. I got all his speeches fucking. They're all the same speech. <laughs> Mumbly, you know, <laughs> fucking know what he's oh, saying. Man. Man's a hundred yeah. goddamn years old. We need to stop electing people that are a billion years old. Let's move on from the fucking. I'm, fucking, I'm running for president. That's it. Oh, great. <laughs> running on a fucking every fuck everything. I'll vote for you, buddy. That's right. <laughs> continue you're next three so number three i will say um which one do i want to mention next i want to mention if you had it written down you'd fucking know uh, who knows so maybe i will deviate from that from the I order did. i did yeah <laughs> okay there you go yeah. uh, now i'll say uh depeche mode 101 oh that's a good one from the, good one. the rose bowl in past year yeah. i know exactly which yeah. one you're talking about beautiful fucking that's i love that album oh yeah, yeah. You have, my, I mean, a little bit of a chub. Have, that's a that's a CD DVD, yeah. you know, release right there. But the uh, fuck, you have two discs right there, and both of them are just it was it was like every song ever too. They put every song up, they've ever played up to up to like music for the masses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Like it wasn't here, too too much of the of the earlier kind of more kitty they did mix a couple though. in there though. A just for, bit. I mean, you had just can't get enough, yeah. and then just like for that, fun. But, um, but yeah, you had most of you know some great reward, mm-hmm. black celebration, and uh, music for the masses for sure because yeah. it was I think it was that it was tour. that tour yeah yeah Which so they, good, you know dude. it was like the encore was fucking seventeen songs or something oh, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? like <laughs> it was a whole other disc <laughs> it was a whole other fucking thing yeah that, that was fucking am- great yeah. amazing album amazing mm. Pesh Mode Live is like I would like seeing fucking would Jesus. Do. Dude, I would hope that fucking they would do like an anniversary performance for the Rose Bowl. Mm. Like, I think it's already been how many? It's had to be five. Or... Yeah, they maybe pushing forty, coming up here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that they are. They but still, they're doing... still performing, dude. Are they? Yeah, I saw them in uh, two thousand. Yeah, you saw what Coachella though? They make that big fucking money at Coachella. Is why I didn't see them at Coachella, but I know they perform Coachella. I mean that's why um, they do stuff like that, man. You they throw buckets of money at those people to go to that stuff. They do, they really do. Like here's a dump uh, truck full of money. Play one I saw song them at the Delta Machine tour. The Delta okay. Machine tour. Oh, okay, that, that wasn't too was long really ago, good, was it? Too. That was not. That was like 2013. Yeah, that was that was only six seven years like ago. That, I think, uh, dude, and that was at the Staples Center. You know, on the floor, yeah. fucking cool, man. It's really awesome. Love so they still got it, dude. They still fucking got it. You know what? The thing about their music is, the singing style, the playing style was never rough or aggressive enough that it couldn't be long the longevity was there yeah and they, they played they kept yeah. their sound interesting yeah they kept they always kept their and sound they mixed really it up and they would mix it up when they thought they got stale and do something a little different and do something a little bit interesting they never well, yeah they never in were the bored. 90s you you got them going into the whole the trip hop thing yep. dude, which, uh, which album, i think ultra i think worked i think worked for oh, me it worked i really hear a well. lot I of shit I, I hear a lot of shit about those albums though i know you do no. too you no, you I, 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 I do, but lamb I don't like, like Exciter. That. I don't care for Exciter that much. But. <laughs> I like it okay. I, it grew on me. I it's listened still, to it like okay. a dozen it's times. Okay. <laughs> Stuck but, in my um, brain now. Playing the Angel, I think, is one of 
their best. It's I mean, okay. as far as their recent yeah. recent stuff. Oh, okay. As far oh yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't know about that. But <laughs> recent yeah, stuff, no, yes. I would, I would say not I'd, overall. I would say from Ultra forward, I would say playing the angels in the so one of the top. Okay. Like I, sure. I'll buy that. Yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, everyone knows that one-on-one performance. You, I still talk with you. If you're in LA, you talk with people who went to it. You yeah, know? <laughs> you you meet people and also I don't know see how many homeless people shit regularly. So yeah, but luckily I don't I don't go out to the. So I mean, you talk much, so. you're talking about Depeche Mode. That's man's, not here in Covina. Man's taking a shit <laughs> on your fucking your let your foot, your wingtips. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number three. <laughs> good, good goddamn album. Good choice. Thank you. My number two, uh, Dead Kennedys, Live at the Deaf Club, 1979. Oh, yes. It is impossible to match the intensity of Jello and the Kennedys in the punk scene. They were fucking something else. I, I can't think of any other punk band. That, I can't think of any other punk band that had the intensity of, of the Dead Kennedys. I would say there. I think they all brought something different, a different yeah. kind of intensity. They were just—they were pure rage about everything. They were mad mm. about everything, Absolutely. and they were loud. You know, they were brain shaking. They were just earth shattering. And, and Joe brought some of those monologues, oh, he, right? Yeah, he just hated. It. He just was the, the government. You know, he Alex Jones on the stage. government uh. <laughs> and. Uh, and the rage and anger and confusion that's sloppy and it's rotten and it's it's amazing. Fucking love this album. Back oh, to yeah. front is just pure. I'm very happy we got some, a little bit more punk on there too. I'm, I love so. punk. I'm a punk guy. Me you know too, what I mean? Yeah. That's Me too. I love but punk. it's punk albums live often suck. <laughs> yeah. They're played yeah. in places that have terrible acoustics. They often don't have very good instruments. The they are often not that great musicians themselves. Like, but that usually works out though for, it the, works, but for the, it's, a punk it's, live it's album. Punk, a punk live show, a punk live album, it's different because you're not there. The thing yeah. that makes the punk show is being there. Like I remember I saw uh, Dead Dead Milkman not too long ago, a couple of years, it had to be a couple of years ago. And Pittsburgh, thank you for getting me into them too. Oh fucking, I love the Dead Milkman. They were awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I told you I met them and hung out with the one guy. Yeah. At, yeah. at Nick Cave. We're at Nick Cave and he's sitting in front oh, of shit. me. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I thought first off, he couldn't get better seats than this. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm like, you're the guy from the hey, Dead man, Milkman. He had to join like, a queue like everybody else, right? He's like, yeah, I'm the guy from the Dead Milkman. I'm like, cool, nice to meet you. You know, and we talked to him, <laughs> and cool. me and my girlfriend and my friend were all excited to meet the guy. And he was super nice, and he was with maybe his boyfriend or something. I don't know. I'm not my business. That's awesome. But they played in Pittsburgh one time, and Pittsburgh is a terrible fucking city to play anything. That's why no one comes here. And someone broke their fucking. Uh, keyboard, like pulled it off stage, oh, and man. they flat out looked at the crowd and said, "We're not doing an encore. Goodbye." And fucking left. <laughs> like, wow. fuck you, Pitt. They're already from Philadelphia, so they hate Pittsburgh already. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. One side of the state inexplicably hates the other side of the state for reasons that I can't possibly explain because I'm not from here. <laughs> and you know they hate each other. And I've I've been in Philadelphia plenty. I love Philadelphia. I stayed there for a while. Um, Pittsburgh now. Pittsburgh definitely sucks more, but I don't know why they hate each other. It's a fucking it's a, it's a eight hour drive. We ignore it. Um, but yeah, it was fucked up. I was mad. <laughs> I'm like, I hate Pittsburgh. Why would you come here? Um, 
skip it. Skip skip it. Spring all together well, on the tour. I, I saw the attics <laughs> at the same place. It's like an old church. It wasn't an old church. I don't think it's there anymore. And there was four arrests at an attics show. Like, what are you guys really? doing? Why are you fighting at an attics show? Of all places oh to fight at. And then they said, let's get some of Pittsburgh's beautiful women on stage. And they pulled the nastiest fucking women that I've ever seen in my entire life. Because every people from Pittsburgh are fucking ugly. They're fucking ugly and they're disgusting. And they make me angry. <laughs> What um? How long is the uh, live album for the uh, Dead Kennedys? It's one? it's not long. It's like forty five minutes. <laughs> like, no, I mean it doesn't have to be. I, I mean, there, just, uh, it's, or, or it was. Question, what are some of the top top songs or top performances on that one? You know, I don't know. I listened to it the other day. I'd have to go through it again because for me, uh-huh. there isn't one song that stands out. It's the it's the flow of the, the whole performance, performance right? Yeah, because yeah. Jello starts out and he starts yelling, and then it's like, oh, I'm into something here, and you just get. I got sucked in, and I listened to it while I was writing something else. And I like didn't even know I was listening to it. That's how like I was just like, I was like typing to the fucking rhythm, and it just got into my brain. Um, and then I was like, That's okay, great. I need to listen to that again. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, as as far as I'm gonna mention an arm, and I'm gonna have an honorable mention right now because you mentioned We're the fucking album. last two of them. I want honorable to mention. have an honorable okay, mention. Good. Yeah, I want yeah. fucking bad brains live at CBGB. CB, oh, fuck CB, yeah. CBGB. Yeah. Yeah, CBGB. CBGB. Yeah, sorry. Impossible um, to say that. Correct. CBGB. Yeah. CBGB. <laughs> fucking, I love Bad Brains. Uh, no, yeah. No I just have to mention, man, because oh, I, yeah, I fucking, Bad Brains is fucking amazing. Bad Brains I was, is I just, shit. I just taught myself how to play Right Brigade on guitar yesterday, too. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> and I was, oh, yeah, and my son, my, 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 my son, he was, he's three years old. He was just sitting right there, and I'm like, shouting, Right Brigade! <laughs> He's just like getting into so it. So now you can play I that. Him, I taught him how to headbang today. <laughs> that you can play that and smoke on the water. Huh? Those are the two songs you can play. Yeah. And not not correctly either. I played on the E string. <laughs> I played on the E string. <laughs> That's punk, man. That's what punk is. It's three chords played incorrectly. Mm-hmm. He can do stairway to heaven, but he won't. <laughs> <laughs> no stairway to heaven. No stairway. <laughs> Why is that still funny to this day? That one joke from the world is still fucking hilarious. I reference No Stayaway all the time, and people are like, "What are you, fuck are you talking?" Wayne's World is one of my favorite comedies. I love Wayne's There's World. Just too many funny parts. It still it. holds up. I watched it not too long ago. It still holds up. Still funny. To this I didn't day. know it was. I didn't know. I don't know if this is worth mentioning. I'm sure it is, but I didn't know it was directed by a woman. A I didn't know that either. Good on her. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she kind of got got fucked in the in the in the film business. I believe that. Yeah. 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 Fate. Fucking film business for women. I saw some post about it today. And that sucks. uh, You know, you hear about all these super talented women and they want to, you know, you you know, you're creative and you want to get into you love movies. You want to get movies and then you're fucked. Oh, oh, and 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 she she was a documentary, a documentarian, documentary filmmaker. (laughs) A documentarian. Um, Documentarian, yes. Um, she did punk documentaries, dude. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she did one that like a really famous one that I know I've seen. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, do you do you remember the name of any punk documentaries off the top of your head? No. Uh, <laughs> no, I fucking <laughs> well, don't. well, there's a few. If I can head. find the post, I'll, I'll I'll send it to you. I wish I'm, I can remember the name, but if you guys search the director of Wayne's World, whose um, name and, we don't know. Fine, yeah, whose name? <laughs> search director of Wayne's World. If you look up Wayne's World, then look up the director, and then look up what she did. <laughs> You'll find some punk documentaries. Hey, you Very have a laptop. You, you, you have a computer. You have to be Jamie when, yeah. every I'm time not, you need information. I'm not data over here. Fuck you. Figure out your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All fucking right. garbage can. <laughs> We're on number two. two. Cool. Um, Portishead, Roseland Live, New York City. Um, okay. That's another album where I listen to that way more than the studio album. Yeah. So anytime I feel like listening to Portishead, I go to that one and I start from the very beginning. It starts off with the humming and I think ends with, I forgot what it ends with, but every version I hear on that live performance is better than the studio performance. What's what's better opinion. about it, do you think? I like the sound, the the live, they have a live um, orchestra playing with I them. Um, the, it's loud. I don't know. There's something very loud about the performance um, in a good way. I don't know if that makes sense, but if, if, if you guys were to listen to it and I'm sure you would understand what I mean. I'm um, not a big, I'm not a big Portishead fan. I'm not opposed to them. No. I just don't listen to them a lot. Do you, are you, do you like trip hop? Yeah. I like, I like Portishead. I just don't listen to them. Like they don't come up for gotcha. me a lot. Like there, yeah, I have no, the albums. I just don't, I don't know. They're why. worth exploring for sure. Yeah. Getting back into it if you can. Um, but uh, yeah, man, very soulful performances on that. Beth Gibbons, I, I believe that's her name, Beth Gibbons. I think. Mm. Um, amazing singer, beautiful vocals on that. Just heartbreaking vocals. You know, if if you were, I mean, there's obviously a video with that too, but hearing that, I mean, I used to listen to that before I would go to sleep sometimes. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, or now, or while I was trying to go to sleep, you know, it, it was like a lullaby for me almost. But um, <laughs> you're not you're not allowed to say trip hop anymore for the rest of the show. Why? You've exhausted the amount of times you said trip hop today. Trip hop, trip hop, trip hop. Fuck. See now it's this is gonna get flagged. <laughs> I'm gonna take it down. <laughs> um, I love trip hop. It was my number five genre on my um uh 2021 wrapped on Spotify. <laughs> I don't participate in that kind of bullshit. I don't do that kind of stuff. Of course you don't. I had someone ask me. It was Iggy Iggy Pop. Uh, Peaks, whatever the fuck his name is. And they're right. like, you need to rap this. What the fuck is a rap? They're like, your Spotify. Like, I don't fucking, I don't do that kind of shit. So am I an idiot when I fucking send you Spotify shit? Or do you have Spotify? I don't have a Spotify. No, I don't okay. use it. So I, I mean, I, I do have a Spotify. Spotify. No, because I can still go to it and get the songs. Like, I, I can still use it. I have one. Okay. I just don't use it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you still listen to stuff on Spotify if you don't. Regularly use Spotify. It's fine. It's not like an exclusive club or something. You know what you I mean? sure, man? Yeah. You send me stuff and I'm like, I can listen to it on Spotify. And then when I'm done, I just close Spotify. You see, it's a whole fucking thing. I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not participating in this kind of nonsense. Send you a, a, a Napster download file. I torrent everything. So I, I do all of my music is torrented. Everything I've ever <laughs> torrented. Fucking it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was right. it was pretty silly. I mean, I mean the whole uh uh wrapped thing. I mean it it, it always has been silly. It's, I, it's think it's, fun. I think it's I think it's perfectly fine. It's fun. I just I, I can't get myself into I hate I hate everything, so I don't want to do it. Dude, I mean, did you see the um uh, what percentage I was in for Nick Cave listeners? It was like 0. <laughs> 0.009 or something like point zero zero five. Yeah, you listen to more <laughs> Nick Cave than Nick Cave has ever fucking listened to. Nick Cave was on my list twice of of top five artists because there's Nick Cave in the Bad Seeds and then yeah. Nick Cave and he oh. was on one and two. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was like, and there was Grinder Man and then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember the top five. It was it was uh, Bad Seeds and then Nick Cave 
and then Einstein's and Neubauten. No, no, mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails, and then Einstein's and Neubauten, which is still a bad TV. I don't want people to know what I listen to when I'm alone at night in the darkness. Are you, are you afraid people will hold that against you somehow? I don't know. Yes, <laughs> why not? I don't like people having a lot of information about me. You you know that. You've talked to me. I, no, I'll tell I, you all this weird shit, but I don't like people knowing anything real about me. Like, I'll tell you gross I stuff about my life, like taint scars and time I stuck a pencil in my fucking urethra, uh, but I'm not going to tell you any stuff that I care about. You're not going to tell me what breaks your heart, what makes you cry? That's, no, fuck you. That's stupid. Well, I want to talk about that stuff sometime. I want to talk about her feelings. <laughs> this is not what this show. This, this is officially. We'll never do that. Of, we did. We talked about our feelings. We talked about being depressed. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Man, man, feelings. I believe we talked yeah. about. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this shit. I just don't. Like, we'll for sure talk. Talk. I don't like people sometime. having arbitrary information about me for some reason. I used to have a thing. That was an old site that used to track all your music. Do you know what it was? Mm. FM. Uh, FM. Something FM. I don't know, FM I don't or know. something like that. So I used to have like a, it was like it. a radio FM or something like that. And it would track all your music that you play and tell your friends what you. So I would leave my music on mute all day long, and so it would track mm-hmm. everything playing, but it wasn't stuff I was listening to. Oh. And my my friend was like, "Why do you have it then?" And I said, "You guys wanted me to have it, so I did it." He said, "Well, <laughs> we want to know what you listen to." I said, "I don't want you to fucking know what I'm listening to. Fuck you guys. You get this thing. It's just gonna play ninety days of music." over and over and over again and i'll open another tab you know there's porsche some poor schmuck out there who has because i think spotify ha, when uh, i when i used to have facebook i remember uh spotify had uh, a setting where it would show you what which it would it would display what you're listening to on facebook i think yeah and <laughs> i get in my head and that there's some fucking schmuck some silly fucking poor fuck out there who just restricted everything he was listening to because he had that setting on and wanted to seem like the coolest guy be, ever he wouldn't be embarrassed like, <laughs> oh, I can listen. but it's just it's just you know going back to it's one of those things like i remember one time i, I get this all the time people will, will call me up and I'm like what are you doing and i said what the i go what the fuck is it to you what i'm doing and they'll and go, do you know these people well? They, I was one one specific time. My friend was like, "What are you doing?" I said, "What the fuck is it to you?" He said, "We're supposed to hang out today. I wanted to know if you were still free." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, oh, yeah, I'm free." That's like the uh, the um, dropper on the on on her head, her head thing with the with the that dragon yeah, ball. I just don't like answering. <laughs> I don't like answering questions. Don't ask me a bunch of fucking questions. Um, my uh, my late wife or whatever you want to call her. I don't know what to say about that. I feel awkward. You know what I mean? So you know. Um, she used to call her wherever you feel call me. She'd call me, and I'd pick up the phone. And the first thing she would say, Have I told you this? She would go, What are you doing? Oh, yeah. And then you would start to quiver. Sweat. (laughs) Um, I was talking about there's a restaurant in in town. My mom went there the other day, and it's a terrible restaurant, like they're just shitty service. And I was there one day, and this waitress blew up my spot for no reason, like unintentionally. So I'm in there awesome. with my mom. This was a couple of years ago, and and um, my wife, and we sit down, and the waitress goes, she, she doesn't know who any of us are. I've, I've wait, she's I've talked to her a couple of times. I've been in there drinking, and she goes, I know what you're having to drink. Blah 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 blah. Just me points me out, says it. Now you know where Just this is going. You know where this else. is going, right? Oh yeah. I yes. felt I felt the look before I saw it. I felt it. Mm-hmm. I said, why? I looked at this bitch. I, 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 I was not fooling around with her. I didn't know anything about her. She didn't even get my drink right. She was incorrect. <laughs> so it makes it even worse. So it makes it even worse that she was like, why would you do that to somebody? Why would you fucking, why would you do that? 
I, I was like, right. I looked and she, she was like, you think it was intentional? I don't know, man. She fucking got me in, almost got me in some trouble for no reason. Man, I, I can't stand people who do that. Don't fucking do that shit. I always tell, yeah. told all my servers, said, if you saw if you see someone here twice, pretend like you never fucking saw them from someone else. You don't know the relationship. Don't blow mm-hmm. up anybody's spots. It's none of our fucking business. And they'll tip you better if they know you're being discreet. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was one girl that saw this guy and he was with a girl and they came in later with a different girl like another day. And she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Where's blank? And he was like, and I'm like, why would you say that? Don't fucking blow a spot up. It's none of our business. You don't know shit. Never saw you before. Hello. God damn. Uh, yeah. A lot of those, they, they have to know what they're fucking doing, I'm sure. Some people were just like being nice, but like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some people <laughs> that, take being nice the wrong way. Yeah, I think you're being nice the wrong way, you piece of shit. <laughs> hey, hey, come on. <laughs> All right, my number one. We're doing albums. I fucking forgot. Um, this one was an easy one for you... me. What? Wait. You did too. Was... Oh, yeah. Never mind. Portishead. Portishead. <laughs> yes. Right? Go on. Go on. <laughs> My favorite live album of all time, Lou Reed, Animal Serenade, 2003. Yeah, that's a good one, dude. Front to back. Oh, uh, man. It's a greatest hits kind of thing. Mm. But he's incredible. And you know how a lot of these albums, <coughs> I'll praise them for you know i didn't really praise them but they sound the same as they do live as they do on the uh, on the radio you know what i mean and that's a yeah. positive thing sometimes lou reed sounds <laughs> totally different here in every song every song is yeah. a different hit and he sounds worse and it's great because he sounds honest and you hear the voice breaks you can hear his emotion and his honesty it's a beautiful album it's lou reed out there being lou reed uh being oh, yeah. a genius and i come back this is this is lou reed album i come back to this and i don't know I have to think about that. Not metal machine music, that's for damn sure. Um, but <laughs> it's the, the best version of Street Hassle, the best version of Men of Good Fortune, the best version of How Do You Think It Feels. Um, mm. Some others opens to some debate. He does the Raven on it real briefly. Um, just, it's a fucking great album. Hell yeah. And what you mentioned too is something that I wanted to bring up bring up and reiterate on what I, or add on to uh, what I mentioned about the uh, vocal del- delivery being different. It doesn't have to, you know, be sung better. Even if they're, if it's, if it's more flawed, you know, it's about it's, the passion, it's honest, that goes into yeah. the feeling, and honesty and rawness that goes into it too. I agree. I agree, hundred so. percent. And this is a perfect example of that because Lou Reed yeah. never had a good voice. <laughs> he sounds like an old Jew whenever he was a young Jew. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. never sounded good, and he sounds yeah. terrible, and it's beautiful. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. So you said you've, you've, you've heard this one. Animal Serenade. Yeah, I've, I've heard. I, I try to go dive into uh, Lou Reed. I think like two or three years ago, and I and I, I remember that one. It stood out. Yeah. Because I listened to a lot of the studio stuff first, and I do recall that live one being pretty different. Oh, but, I, yeah. but I liked it a lot. I wanted to put a Pogues song album because I love the Pogues. I never talk about them, but mm-hmm. Shane Shane fucking voice is so terrible that it's impossible <laughs> to hear anything he's fucking saying live. Yeah. Oh, I I fucking you. We, we, we're like. Can't yeah. understand you. Yep. <laughs> He's hard enough to hear on the studio albums, and the live ones are twice as bad. And even I think like with a lot of interviews, when it's really fucked up. Never. And he has that super, super. He's got no fucking teeth, and he's got a super oh, thick yeah. Irish accent, and he's fucked mm-hmm. up, and he's fighting with Marky e. Smith, or he's fighting with Nick Cave, or he's fucking <laughs> fighting with somebody. Oh man. Yeah, dude. 
the I remember you told me to look into those stories about Aren't they Marky great? Smith the him and, and Marky Cave Smith and, and, oh, and Nick Cave. That, that's and the stuff I love to they're read. They're just man. cunts. I love, I love to hear about that. Nick Cave is picking fights with those two for like <laughs> at, at, making those two fight for some reason, like for no just, reason. It, they become like caricatures as, yeah. as you're like reading these stories, yeah. and so it's so it's so funny. <laughs> so, like, and it's not like it's not like Marky Smith is hard to get worked up. Man's fucking no, mad. He's about already it. always worked up. Yeah, right? when, he was always worked up. I remember when John Peel died. You know the Peel Sessions guy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was him, and he was on some show with some other guy, and he said, "What do you think about John Peel and Marky Smith?" Because he was a cunt, and he goes, "Well, didn't he help you a lot out in your career?" And he said, "Yeah, he helped me a lot. And he was a cunt. Like, that's it. Like, okay." <laughs> or he was whipping bottles at the fucking um what's that shitty band uh mumford and sons oh yeah because <laughs> yeah. i don't care whose um, sons whose sons they are i think of uh, there was another didn't um one of the oasis dudes like talk major shit about mumford yeah and sons. oh and he fucking he read on the fucking well here's the thing about the fall here's the thing that about the fall is every fall album is a totally different band because marky e. smith runs the entire band off after every album Really? He's been married like three times and three times has there been a woman on the album and three times has there been a different woman. <laughs> like he like, you'll look at like who's on of course, some people stick around, but you'll look at who's on each album. And it's like Marky Smith, different people, different people, different people, different people, because he's such a cunt. Like I remember him he fucking hated Morrissey and all those other. He just like he hated everything. Marky Smith is someone I can get behind musically because he fucking hated everything and he didn't even like music that much. <laughs> how um how did he die i don't know heart attack or cancer or something it wasn't that long ago six Somewhere seven years i forget anger rage choked on his yeah. own rage fucking yep. died <laughs> All right, what's yeah. your number one i need i need to dig more into the fall for sure the, the fall know. are incredibly hard to get into i've i've had people that i put I the like fall, what i've heard though i have people that i put the fall and they're like what is what is this what is this? I'm like, it's the fall. And they're like, nope, nope, not happening, I, buddy. I, I like it, man. I they're mean, just, I know it's different. They're just but... so unusual. Like if you put on like yeah. who makes the Nazis or something, <laughs> people are going to be like, because the opening and it's like, it's like a Primus song. And then it, he starts these vocals that are just like a crazy person. You know what I mean? Dude. And my office and, and my work, some i'll put on music sometimes and i'll fucking put on some ridiculous shit now i'm getting the eyebrows raised people get they don't know? know what to make of it they look at you like then they go I'm, and you know they go home and they tell their wife or their husband or their whatever fucking kids dude oh, no i'm putting, I'm putting listening on to, he's listening to some, <laughs> some satanic music fucking listen to einstein's and neubauten i'm yeah. putting on ramstein i'm putting on all this i'm putting on gogo bordello i like gogo bordello I love Gogo Bordello. Yeah. So good. Put on some, <laughs> put on some fall and see what they think. Cause they'll look at you like a cock. It's people get offended because it's fucking weird. You didn't put on some fall. No, now I, now I, now it doesn't phase them. So no, it's just all the weird shit I play. Like, I, think, I think they like it now. I think they put like on it. nothing. You put on nothing but butthole servers from now on. But they have a lot. They have, cave, dude. It's they have a live album that I almost put on here, but I didn't. The butthole servers are great. So good. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't call them great. They are certainly a band. That I enjoy. They were awesome for what they were. Yeah. I love them for what they what for There's, what they were. Is there? Yeah, there it is. Stoner. Weird. <laughs> what is it? Uh, worms coming out of their penises. The Chinese man's penises. And <laughs> the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> you know strange. what I'm talking about when they're all in bed. <laughs> no, I don't know. They did this MTV interview and they're all in bed with Domino's Pizza 
and one of the guys is wearing a bra and the main guy's talking about Chinese guys who pull worms out of their penises. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't remember. And it's just this is this, mad... is this, is this like a Kennedy interview? No, it's I don't even see who's interviewing them. It's just them talking. Okay. <laughs> it's not like they're in bed. They're in a bed in a hotel room with Domino's pizza. And none of them are clothed. They have shorts on, except for one guy who's wearing a bra. Mm-hmm. And it's about Chinese people and these Chinese guys that had worms that came out of their penises. <laughs> Man, speaking about weirdos, dude, um, I, I saw uh, this really entertaining video of Bjork. Uh, <laughs> Like the like talking about her TV and and all the uh, I don't I can't. Aren't you surprised really... that Bjork has a TV? Because I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's there's I don't think there's much from Bjork that that surprises me though. <laughs> yeah, remember when she beat the fuck out of that reporter? Oh yeah. Beat the fuck out of that. Yeah, show. dude. I think uh, I think she explained that though. I think she explained that. She didn't explain that. it. Someone was in her bullshit. Bitch was in my shit. Yeah. Didn't explain herself. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I love Bjork. <laughs> she, Bjork can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah. Um, so your number one. That's my number is one. A good one. Yeah. Which, very good do you one. remember? Do you, do you remember what your number one is? My number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is again a, a kind of a no, another no order thing. But my number one will be. Um, it's it's a strange one to have on the list, I think. But Pink Floyd, Pulse. Are you it's a good album. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I used to be a huge Pink Floyd fan when I was like in high school. I'm not really a big, I'm, like I'm a not, huge no. Pink Floyd fan. I, I was but... like, they were my introduction to like different kinds of stuff. So probably like ninth or tenth grade, I was really into Pink Floyd. So oh, I'm familiar. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 an essential phase. Yeah, you, know, you go through it at some point. Phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that album in particular, I I, I mean, first of all, kind of love that Roger Waters isn't on it. You know what? I, I yes, I do not like Roger Waters. I'm, I'm with you. I'm sorry. I, I I like David Gilmore's solo stuff. I love David Gilmore. There's no way out of here. It's just and a song I can listen to over and over again. It's boring, dude, but it's he's fun. one of those guitar players. Gilmore, his vote, his his beautiful singing voice. I love his singing. He's voice, a little you know? bit boring. He's a little bit boring, but I like him. a little bit boring. I get it, but I still like him. Yeah. Um, like you don't want to listen uh, to him when you're driving. You might fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, it might be serenading. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his guitar playing, dude, that's the guitar playing that kind of tears your heart out. Mm-hmm. Beautiful guitar playing. They're very guitar. soulful. He got a lot of heart in yeah. there. Yeah. And you know, and something with live music that I that I personally really love, I love lots of reverb, lots of rich deepness in the sound, you know. And that live album had a lot of that. It's a sure. it's a goddamn good album. I mean, you it really yeah. is objectively. I'm not a huge Pink Floyd fan, but that's a good that's yeah. For a live album um, for them, yeah, that's not that they ever did a bad live album for God's sake. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I mean it starts off with all of the Shine on You Crazy Diamond, mm-hmm. all f- forty-eight yeah. parts of it. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, and then it goes into um, one of the Sid Barrett tracks, "Astronomy to Mine." I love Sid I Barrett. Mean, I actually like Sid Barrett quite a bit. I know a lot of people don't. I mean, I I have to be in the mood for him. Astronomy yeah. to mine, I can listen to any. He's just a weird. I mean, <laughs> like when he was doing, he wanted to do different shit. Like he didn't want to do shitty rock. Yeah, you know, he wanted to be a different I cat. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I totally get and respect it. But I mean, I think Pulse it was also a good way to shine. Um, uh, oh, you crazy! A really. <laughs> uh, was it was a really good way to. Um, 
get people into some of the more maybe obscure Pink Floyd tracks. Okay. I mean, obscure in the way that a lot of people didn't like them. I think songs like um, High Hopes in particular. I like that. I like that song. I love that song. (laughs) I hear a lot of people talk shit about that. (laughs) I don't know. So, but um, interesting, interesting choice. It is an interesting choice. It's not like I said. This the mine. Mine is always going to be no order. So So you don't fucking write any of it down. No, I mean I I don't like putting my stuff in an order because I have to think about why it's going above okay, or past so or something. You I, this is an excuse for you I, to be lazy. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you're right. Good, good choice. Good <laughs> albums. You know, good albums for both of us. And yeah, I think so. so stuff I didn't expect from either of us in particular. Yeah. Of course, yeah. now I expect some Metallica stuff I'm going to check out on, from yours on, for sure. Yeah, uh, now I expect I'm going to re, I'm going to re-give uh, Portishead a listen here. I had a friend who just fucking loved Portishead. Everything he had like Portishead clothes and he had a Portishead tattoo and he had Portishead. I just I I think that I burnt me. I think it burnt me out because he was just like listening all the time. <laughs> you know, one of those things Maybe. like I heard it Maybe. all the time. I'm like, I get it, dude. Shut the fuck up. That's probably how my coworkers feel about Nick Cave now. No, everybody loves Nick Cave. The thing is, you could put on ten different Nick Cave songs, and they would sound ten different, like ten different songs. Hey, like you want to hear how I tortured the office this morning? I did, what did you, did you fart? I played, I played all of Skeleton Tree. <laughs> Skeleton Tree is a good fucking album. It's, it's just amazing. depressing. I love it's just it. Fucking depressing. I it. No, I was, I was listening like because I had, to, I had to go in super early this morning. I have to go in at four a.m. this morning. That's bullshit. There it's was not some a time when people are up. I know. I'm, I was up, but I hadn't <laughs> slept. Oh yeah, you're just fucking a glutton for punishments. You're just yeah, I'm up not, on, not I, you've noticed that I, I respond to anybody's messages time there's no time <laughs> in between. Yep. Yep. I think yeah, I think I remember one night I was yeah, talk about it another time. Um anyway, uh yeah, no, I played all skeleton tree this morning because they announced it's like a really calm, peaceful yeah. mood. <laughs> that's it, the it, that's it, the album you picked for calm, peaceful yeah. mood skeleton tree. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a very calm album. I mean, that's, the hey, it, doesn't album. To, it doesn't have to be happy. No, <laughs> but I wouldn't no, call I think, it calm. You know what? I mean, how I think it's really appropriate that it ends on skeleton the song "Skeleton Tree." Oh yeah. How how fucking uplifting does that song sound and feel? It's, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. You got to say that. It it's a strange album because it, it doesn't go mm-hmm. like the crescendo. It goes like this and then just goes up towards the end. Because yeah, yeah, I mean that's it, the only. It, it, it's 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 quite it's a beautiful beautiful album. I mean it's a Nick. It's, yeah. I the first listening to it, I didn't I didn't love it, and I think with every Nick every new Nick Cave album, I go through the stages of like grief with it. You know what I mean? I'm like I don't know if yeah. I like this. And then I'm like I really like this. I'm like I love it. It's my favorite album. And I'm like it's okay. <laughs> were, were you that way with? Because uh, I know your favorite's Dig. Were Were you that uh, way? Yeah, with I didn't Dig? like Dig at first. I didn't like Dig. Oh shit! Okay. I was like, I don't like this. This is too poppy. Or I didn't. My it grew on me. It grew on me for sure. That's yeah. not the one I'm like. You've ah, got to like. I had to like let it play one time when I was in the car or something like that, and I was just driving. I'm like, <laughs> okay, oh okay, you're doing Dude, something here. You're doing. One, it, I didn't think that. That's what I played after Skeleton Tree. I played yeah. all, uh, Dig Lives. What a Dig what a dynamic Dig there. Yeah, you have to lift it up somehow you can't just yeah. keep it low Digs, through yeah, and through uh, dig is probably like it's just a consistently up it's not a beat but it's a consistently up album yeah it's really good i said before that i, re- I read some a uh, comment somewhere where someone called it his nick cave's disco album 
I still well, think a little bit. Valid. Did you ever hear him do? Um, I, I get it. You know, I get. I get what they mean. When he did Disco Two Thousand. <laughs> oh, the Pulp song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard the, that. I that was he really did the awesome. dirtiest version of that song I've ever heard. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just everything Nick Cave does has a has a like a layer of filth on it that you oh, can't yeah, get away sure. from. Fucking one of my favorites uh, is uh, his cover of Mac the Knife. Oh, I love that. I love that Dude. song. And I think uh, what what what's the the video? Have you seen you seen the video of him of the, the music video for it? Right. Yeah. Is it's kind of like really grainy from some it's from yeah. some movie. It looks like I, I forget I what know. it's from. I used to he actually used to know it. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, it's whatever that is. I want to see it. Yeah. I love how fucking. There's uh, like a certain bit of like amount of jealousy I, I, I feel about artists and having their, their freedom to perform their eccentricities on stage and everything. He's and, the right oh, guy man. for it. Dude, you see that in that Mac the yeah. Knife video. And oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, I want to fucking just fucking throw my arms around just like <laughs> the way he is and just what the attitude he has. If it's you're, so you know, you're Love looking that. for someone that has attitude on stage is definitely in the case. It's uh, when he it's grabbed the, to be studied. What, what did yeah. Henry Rollins say? He grabbed the girls by their hair and they were in their wedding dresses and he just slapped them. And, you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not getting one oh, over yeah. on him. I was at when I was at the show and saw him. Um, there was this like real thoughty girl in the front, dressed as like an Indian war chief or something. I don't know, like a slutty Indian war chief, and. Okay. Uh, Right behind her was a, he- a heavier set girl. You know what I mean? And Nick Cave is singing, and he reaches over the thotty girl and puts his hand on the heavier set girl's like singing right to her. And I'm like, you know, what, man, that was there. Hey, yeah, some yeah, integrity. Fucking, I don't know why. I really, cool. I really got a kick out of that. I was like shoving in that girl's fucking face. Probably because she probably thought she was the number. She was like, uh, she was like upfront, like I don't even think she listened to the music. She probably listened to the music, but obviously, um, but she just like was trying to get his attention and he was just like uh, he intentionally you can tell he intentionally did it too he intentionally did it just to fuck with oh, him yeah it's very nick that. very nick cave and, and then a guy i'm gonna a, i'm sorry go ahead okay Maybe guy was taking pictures of him and he leaned over and the guy took a picture right in his fucking face and he smacks the guy's camera out of his fucking hands and he goes take another nice. fucking picture of me take another fucking picture i'm like right in the dude's face why would you take a picture oh, yeah. of his fucking face man it's nick no, cave yeah, you don't show some fucking he's, respect he's a hundred feet tall his legs are as big as that. You know what I mean? Like, he's mm-hmm. so lanky. He just he just giraffes over you. Just just recently, I watched. Um, uh, I rewatched Twenty Thousand Days, and also um, uh, uh, one more thing. Feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love how in Twenty Thousand Days the scene with the Cali Minogue. Um, I say scene because a lot of that is 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 scripted, like fiction, yeah. scripted and stuff. But it's really cool though. It's scripted um, with like, and they're telling a true story. They're telling it with scripted events. Yes, exactly. So let's not um, say that it's scripted stuff. It's them. They're telling the truth, but just in scripted mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Um, oh, but uh, I love how she uh, uh, calls him a tree. Pretty much, mm-hmm. like he reminded her of a tree, and I thought that was that's appropriate. They banged, right? They definitely banged those two. I think I think I recall that they they dated. I think. Yeah, I think. But so I could too. be wrong. I don't know. She did an MTV interview with him. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw it, and he's just not fucking having it. Oh she, yeah, and she's I, there. I, mean, and she's, I think there were some live you know, performances too, right? Kylie, yeah, and she's Kylie, and she's smiling, and she's like giving the interviews, <laughs> and she's flirting. And the guy's like, "What about you, Nick?" Nick, and he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." No, no. 
<laughs> there are some great interviews with him in the 90s oh, when he was like pretty kind of strung out you know he just did not he did not like he doesn't like doing interviews he doesn't want to do them i don't want to do them you know what's like, really funny I, I love the one with the um where uh the two of the girls from l7 are interviewing him yep. and mick at um backstage at like Lollapalooza, i think yeah Oh, dude! And but but they're friends, so like they're having yeah. fun with each other, and he's was like still, talking he was, shit to them. Yeah. And he was giving them grief, great. though. He was giving them the business. Yeah. You know, you guys might look, uh, you know, better if you if you have some. We might get along better if you wear some makeup and wear some uh, beautiful dresses. <laughs> you are doing Crocodile Dundee, sir. <laughs> he's Australian. He doesn't sound like that. <laughs> I'm fucking fuck you. I'm doing an accent. <laughs> Speaking of Kylie Minogue, I, I'm so for um, January for my reviews on my other channel, check out uh, the Tony McKay reviews. Um, I did doing video game movies and I just watched Street Fighter with Jean Claude Van Damme. And you know who is Cammy in that is Kylie you Minogue. Just, I just put the face to it, dude. You just, holy shit. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and, it, and the problem is, is that she is like fucking five foot tall and it does not work for her and dude i had i when i first saw the movie as a kid i had a oh, crush yeah. on, oh, on yeah. cammy yeah, yeah. And I, I wouldn't i wouldn't have minded seeing kylie in the cammy outfit you know that's what I'm so funny they that did not put that, her in it dude. there's a scene where she's got a bazooka and i don't know what happened with the bazooka but it looks like she's gonna fucking fall over <laughs> dude so i wish tiny. i still had these i wish i still had this i had the street fighter the movie the uh, movie the game cards. No, 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 no. We talked about that, but no. Yeah. I also, you're reminding me now. I had trading cards. Oh yeah, for yeah. the Street Fighter movie. The Ra- yeah, it was <laughs> such a bad fucking. It was, it was, it was fun. Ra- it was the Raul had, Julia show. Hey, I had a really cool holographic John Claude Van Damme one where it's him jumping over a railing and he's putting I, his arm down. And I, he I looks like, like Spider Man is doing it. <laughs> I like that Jean Claude Van Damme is playing an American Colonel. <laughs> That's so fucking strange. In the movie, he's. <laughs> like a united nations colonel so it's fine but like yeah the character of guy you know. is an american colonel and when i think of american mm-hmm. colonels i definitely think of french guys <laughs> what's uh the actor's name who did a uh, bison raul julia he, he, he was he was gomez yeah yeah he's he was, was awesome. his last movie yeah yeah that's he was sad, brilliant. i would have loved for that guy to still be alive he was brilliant in it brilliant brilliant He's the best part about it. He's just chewing on the scenery and he's making these big speeches. None of it make any fucking sense because the plot doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. And I think I That's said this stupid. last time when the, the uh, Asian girl Chun Li is talking to him and she's like, you killed my father. You ruined my, you know, you ruined my village. And he's like, I don't remember. He's like, for you, when M. Bison came to your village, it was the greatest day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. I'm like, That's <laughs> hard. You went hard on it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we had kylie minogue and i'm like is that kylie minogue and she's just so little and she chocolate van name's a big dude and she's so little and like she was totally not effective in any fighting <laughs> no not at all <laughs> even not close all. to being it because you punch her <laughs> and she'd be dead like the way that fucking movie ends too with them all all the fucking people just they're posing, posing they're posing at, yeah. the, at the explosion and yeah. the guy who plays blanca looks like rocky dennis painted green oh yeah Rocky you're right mask kid you know yeah Rocky. no i know who you're talking about <laughs> i'm like why do you look like that it's not what blanca is like a Bra- big brazilian guy he doesn't green. have any cool moment in that at all no he looks like a blanca was spaz. wasted in that Dude, blanca was yeah. awesome in the game fucking yeah fucking dalsim was wasted in that too yeah, he was he didn't fucking stretch at all 
I didn't see that motherfucker no. stretch one time. He was he, he was in handcuffs the whole time. That was disappointing. And another disappointing thing in that was the uh, short was Ryu Shoryuken. Do you remember yeah. what he did in that? Yeah, it was he, he, it like he made his little, arm up and, it made and a little spun. No, it made a little noise too. Yeah, yeah. he did the fire. It was a scene where he does the fire <laughs> when he does the fireball too, and you just hear. Ksh, ksh. Oh and yeah! I'm like what yeah. the fuck is that? What are you Fucking talking no. about? No. And it wasn't the worst movie I watched for the month either. So uh, I'm excited <laughs> for everyone to listen to the crap I've crapped out. <laughs> um, oh man. Right. So we're gonna skip the conversations about live albums. I think we talked pretty thoroughly about live albums. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, who do you think would win in a fight, Willem Dafoe or John Malkovich? Well, good question. Yeah. Because I mean, Willem Dafoe might be a little crazier. I think, Willem Dafoe might win. I think John Malkovich is a lot bigger. I get the, I get yes. the feeling that he's a lot bigger. It yes. doesn't mean anything, but it I think does I think help. Malkovich would be more pissed off. Mm-hmm. But but Defoe would be more fucking like crazy. Yeah. Fucking... I don't I, I don't know. Malkovich gets his hands on you. I think it might be over. He might get like that, that bunny um, of mice like and men. Fucking, yeah, like that bunny again. We talk <laughs> comes up of mice. The version of of mice and men with John Malkovich comes up a lot in this fucking. Podcast. Wow, why do we? T- <laughs> comes Sorry, up like because uh, we a, a Gary Sinise. Yeah, we were talking about Gary Sinise one time, and for some mm-hmm. reason, and. It's just a weird thing. That, it's a movie that no one liked and is not very good. And it's not even Malkovich's top five, I wouldn't even say. And we, it comes up a lot. Yeah, so you're saying Defoe? I think Defoe, too. What are you doing? I can't hear you. Okay, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? You cocksucker. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello. Sibilance. Sibilance. This is just dead air. Look at this cocksucker fucking jacking around. Doing stupid shit. Oh, he's gone. By the way, check out my other channel, The Tona Makaya on YouTube. I do Sorry, uh, a second. Oh, he's back. I do a comic show on Thursday and I do a movie or TV review show on Wednesday. Yeah. So you should go there, subscribe. Also subscribe to this. Do that as well. Less dirty stuff on there. Less uh, butt eating. But uh, I think getting your butt eaten, you know, it's good. It's a, it feels good if you wipe properly and you're clean. I use those man wipe things to help myself out. I just came back and I hear man wipes. <laughs> I had to make up for space. I'm talking about I'm so cleaning sorry. my ass. No, I don't know I, what the fuck it was. My just crapped out. It's the, the audio, just the Bluetooth just went away. I'm sorry. That's fucking. I don't Bluetooth. know what happened. Who's this blue? <laughs> who? What? Who's this blue tooth? You think? Huh? I don't fucking know. <laughs> You're an asshole. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> Assholes. That's the only thing I can fucking talk about. <laughs> uh. So we're, no, what were you talking about with my cement? We talk about it too much. <laughs> okay, so we should probably put a right to that. <laughs> it's like me talking about the Phantom 2040. We've done five episodes. I've talked about it five times. And I will continue <laughs> until I find... They don't fucking... I had to get... The quality of episodes that I have are like third generation VHS quality. I would like better version quality of a Phantom 2040. And they don't sell it. They don't sell it or make it. They don't sell it or make it. Yeah. I could hear a reverb of me. Wait, I, sorry. Yeah, 
Sorry, hold on. What are you doing? My fucking shit's working. Is it good? Can awfully. you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Sorry. Talk about some Rewind other... 30 